When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What are the Howard Stern All-Stars? wasn't my... Oh, uh, uh, that's not my fault. Uh, uh, that's uh, not uh, me. Uh, 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 he wonders why I hate him. Episode 265. Are you a boner guy? Cuz. Cuz-a-roo. Cuz-a-roo. Slap-a-rooney. It's showtime. W-A-T-P. 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 Hello, Robert Nixon Cousaroos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that is 100% financed by the Michigan Militia. I'm your co-host, Carl Hamburger. With me this week, two guys who will be in Lombard, Illinois with us at the end of August. First, the man who thanks Kevin every day for his lack of commitment and loyalty. It's Andy. Hey, let's talk shit. Also, making his sophomore appearance, so you know it'll be good, from the Eric Zane Show. It's Eric Zane. What's happening, Eric? Hey, boys. What's up? Ham, ram, and dog. <laughs> Happy to have you back, my friend. Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and the link to our Patreon and Supercast, featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. And please visit WATPLive.com to check out how you can attend our first ever live show on August 28th, just outside of Chicago. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comments section. We might have not just one, but possibly two review girls later. And I know that Casey was messing with her internet, so we might even hear what she has to say. (laughs) But first, today we'll be reviewing a show called Tiger Belly. We have all listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a show hosted by Bobby Lee and Kalila, and uh, it wasn't great. All right, let's get on to Southern John's lawsuit. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, (laughs) Southern John lost his lawsuit. Oh, do you guys want to talk about Tiger Belly first? This is a a big show. 590,000 subscribers on YouTube. Bobby Lee... You know, I know him from Mad TV. Right. He was a frequent guest on Opie and Anthony. Always a little out of control. That's his charm. That's his charm, right? That right. he kind of can't control himself and his life's like spiraling out of control at all times. Does that lend itself to a podcast format? He's like the Asian Artie Lang, right? Sure. Uh, well, okay. I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't say <laughs> that. That doesn't compute at all. I like Artie. <laughs> they were both on Mad TV. Yeah, well, there you go. There's one connection. Yeah. I feel, I feel like Bobby Lee is a, like a straight flamer. He's like a screaming queen running around, like falling out all the time and just like flying off the handle. And that's his thing. It used to be. He seemed to calm down now. Maybe. I was checking out this Tiger Belly show mm-hmm. and I was expecting him to be like, whoa, what's, what's he going to do next? Right. This is going to be crazy. Bouncing off the wall. And instead he's like getting sentimental. And yeah. did so, How did you decide to do this one? 
Well, it's Patrick Michael's favorite show. Okay. Well, <laughs> he loves that's the tiger. barometer now. He loves Tiger Belly. <laughs> Somebody suggested it. I don't know, Andy. You, you know how this works. Well, I went, I went to look at the episodes. I was like, oh, Mark Norman's on this one. I'll listen to this. Uh, I kind of like this. Yeah. And Anthony Jeselnik's on. I'll listen to this. Uh, what's so wrong with this? Right. And then I listened to one where Bobby Lee wasn't even on it. And I was like, this is terrible okay why would uh, they do the show without bobby lee I know, He's like, that's oh. why i didn't i didn't even bother clipping from that i was like this isn't the real show all right yeah. eric what were your thoughts do you have a clip that maybe sums up the show for you well uh yeah actually i have two because uh andy talked about the one that he listened to bobby wasn't there i did clip that show yeah. because it's one of the most fucked up things i've ever heard in my life okay so i, I have a clip from that particular show all right and uh so if you were to play my clip 11 that this sums up that show like there was a dollhouse yes i did i'm like there was i'm getting these images like did you have like this house it was like this dollhouse was it haunted i don't know i don't know answer the question that's great what a great format okay okay dude all right if i'm bobby lee and i he leaves for the country to go to or he leaves the country to go to hungary to make a movie comes in these assholes do the show without him if i'm him i'm pissed off because you've lost so many audience members because of the catastrophe that it was they were they were eating on the microphone everybody's making food and eating it it was it was absolutely horrible so eric's a okay. veteran of the free beer and hot wing show what did you guys like to do did you like to all talk over each other all the time was that good radio Absolutely not. Oh, and that okay. was one of, the, uh, was one of the, key, <laughs> the key things that they taught us. Try, try not to do it. It did happen from time to time. But, I mean, that's, that's, that's one of my biggest pet peeves is hearing people do that. Yeah, it's a little uh, frustrating. I have an, another clip, though, that sums it up when Bobby is actually there. Now, the show, it's weird because when they start it, you're picking it up in mid-conversation. Okay? Yeah. So this is, uh, this is when Bobby comes back from making this movie in, in Hungary. Uh, uh, clip number 44 sums up the nonsense of the episode with when Bobby is there with Kalila. Um, what are the sea of unholy creatures? They're, they're creatures that don't exist on the planet. Like? He better not say Filipinos. <laughs> I would, well, no, no, you're not, a, you're not a sea creature. You're a land creature. Wait, I want to be a sea creature. I'm so but proud to a be a sea creature. creature. Yeah, but you're, no, when I say <laughs> wading through... <laughs> Wading through waters of with un unholy creatures—is that what I said? Yeah. Yeah. Unholy. Wading through a sea of unholy creatures. Wading through a sea of unholy creatures. Let's be clear. I'm pretty unholy. Let's be clear. <laughs> Let's be clear. You're a land creature for sure. Let's be clear. Oh. I don't know how to walk even. You can climb a tree like a motherfucker, though. I sure can. For some mangoes, I sure yeah, will. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. So you got to be as confused as I was. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I, you know, it always drives me crazy because I hear shows like this and then I see the numbers and it, it is so fucking frustrating to see and hear <laughs> right. somebody be so unbelievably successful uh, in this, in this uh, uh, mode of communication with that. I was, what? I, I had that same clip. I was like, what is this pertaining to? Am I supposed to know what they're talking about? Should I even care about it? Yeah. Should I keep asking questions that I don't know the answer to? It starts with the pre-show banter. We just kind of pick up mid-conversation. And then they really get into it with the theme music. An elevator would find this boring. Yeah. This is the worst theme music I've ever heard for a show. It doesn't get me excited. But then Bobby Lee is shot out of a cannon. And he's one of these guys who's more energy than he is content. Right. Right? He's more energy than jokes. Yep. Kind of guy. 
So this is him, he has to sing everything. Let's go, three, two, one. We're back, we're back in town. We're back in town, I'm back in town. So that's audio from the podcast. Now what I learned is that the YouTube video is where you should be consuming this. Yes, I realized that when I was doing clips. I found It's it more YouTube. of a YouTube show than it is a podcast because right. that exact same thing on YouTube sounded like this. Let's go. Three, two, one. We're back. We're back in town. We're back in town. I'm back in town. It's been weird being back, guys. It's like, um... Why would they put the production into YouTube and not use the same audio for the podcast? Right. Especially right. if it's an audio, like, bump up. Like, yeah. Put it in the podcast where it's only in audio format. Correct. They're helping the audio. They're like, we don't need this for the audio-only version. <laughs> Okay. Uh, and you and Carl, you mentioned that song. That's Bobby and Kalila performing. They wrote that song and they oh, actually no. titled it and they the title of the song, I, I don't even like saying it, but they titled it Shadow Gook. That's the name of the fucking song. <laughs> okay. I mean this is a very pro Asian show. Yes, you also have this absolutely. producer Gilbert Gallen. Does not look like a Gilbert to me, this okay. guy. You know what no. I mean? It's Filipino kid. I thought that yeah. was kind of odd. And by the way, Kalila's half Filipino. She's also Egyptian, but she completely forgot the Egyptian part because all she talks about is Filipino this, Filipino that. Let's eat Filipino food. Let's go to the Philippines. Let's do Filipino <laughs> trivia. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm sure when people start beating up Egyptians, she'll lean into that more. Hey, let me tell you, they should change the name of this show to the We're Trying to Create a Stereotype That Asians Are Annoying Podcast. Oh, That's what they should it. Yeah, that's exactly what they should call it. Yeah, well, you left out the broken English part of the intro, the theme song, where oh, he just okay, starts, yes. like, uh, talking, you know, like a stereotypical uh, Chinese yeah. singing, and it's very racist. Oh, yeah? You found it racist? <laughs> and you have a problem with that? Cancel him. Cancel him. <laughs> yeah. So, as you mentioned, Bobby Lee was just over in Hungary filming this movie, Borderlands, which is based on the video game. And the cast is quite impressive. Right. And he does tell you about this impressive cast. I don't, well, I, let's tell people what I'm in. Mm-hmm. All right. So there's a movie called Borderlands, and it's about, it's based on the video game, and Eli Roth is directing it. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of big people Jamie Lee Curtis, Edgar Ramirez, Kate Blanchett, Kevin Hart, Jack Black plays Claptrap, the robot. He's basically an extra. Yeah. In this movie. Oh, yeah. and, he, and he says that. Like, I, I give him credit because he's got humility and he's not trying to be like, oh, I'm this big Hollywood star now. He's like, yeah, I get I five lines in the movie. Right. You know? And he, he was there for months shooting it, which is crazy. But uh, It's funny. Uh, he, I, I noticed that, too. And, in fact, he... Uh, he was he was really quick to tell. He wanted to hurt Kalila to tell the story about when, uh, because he kind of like befriended Kevin Hart's bodyguards, and he he wanted to, he just wanted to drop Kevin Hart's name. My clip forty five. Uh, he talked about this uh, this prank with uh, Kevin Hart's bodyguards. And so he he was he FaceTimes me. And he's like, hey babe, I'm eating over here, and he, and he goes over to Kevin Hart's bodyguards. He was like, hey guys, I want you to meet my girlfriend. But as he turns the phone, I turn my phone to my cat's face. <laughs> and so they're only looking at a cat. Yeah. And what? they were like, damn, dude, you into bestiality? And uh, let me just say this. Damn. That was a running joke for a month. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it to everybody. And yo, yo, dog, yo, that guy's fu- 
No, they didn't care. They fucking thought it was stupid, just well, like you. Koala wasn't there, but she had to be a part of it somehow. So she had to uh, talk about a time that they were FaceTiming. And, uh, yeah, it didn't seem like he got real close with Kevin Hart. I think that Kevin Hart was a little bit too big. But one person they did get to know was Jamie Lee Curtis. Now, I have a clip on here. And the only reason why I'm playing it is because you have to know that Koala is Bobby Lee's girlfriend. On the Internet, people think it's, that they're married. There's a lot of speculation that they're actually married and trying to keep that, which is really lame to do a podcast with your wife. That's lame. Yeah. Never, never a cool thing. Yeah. So he's talking about meeting Jamie Lee Curtis. And the reason why I'm playing you this clip is because I was watching on YouTube and Kyla is glaring at him. Like she's, <laughs> she is not happy about what he's saying here. By the way, I, I, I'm not, I, she's better, a, a better person than I've ever met anyone else. In the industry? In, you know, in life. Really? In fucking life, bro. She's just, there's not a bad bone in her body, man. She's glaring at him. The greatest yeah. person you've ever met, ever? Yes. <laughs> ever met, ever. <laughs> you don't know anyone else as great as her. No. Right. I've never met anyone else as great as JLC. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you clipped it, the, the line about the back rub. No, I didn't clip that. Okay, he then went, he went, he then went on to talk about how she's so she. He kept describing her as motherly, which was kind of getting him off of the hook about Jamie Lee Curtis. But then he talks about she was rubbing his back for like half a minute. Now, if some chick started rubbing my fucking back, I don't care if she's seventy five years old or however old Jamie Lee hey, Curtis. Leave is. Jenny from the Jingles Department out of this, <laughs> Eric. <Zane. laughs> you know, uh, yeah, he's he's telling that story too, and I thought the same thing. I was like, holy shit, she's gonna get pissed. Yeah, she was. Did you watch the video at all? I didn't. I just listened to it, but I was thinking it. And then you telling me that she was, it, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Let's get into Kalila, shall we? Sure. <laughs> because. Can I? Yeah. Let's talk <laughs> about this. Because he just gets back from doing this movie and he's all jazzed up because he's rubbing elbows with all these Hollywood people and hanging out with them and everything else. And of course, Kalila has to make it about her. But it doesn't actually add content to the show at all. Hey, thank you, thank you. I'm excited. That's awesome. Good to be back. Out in theaters, whenever. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, my life has not been as exciting. In fact, it has been a dreadful. I know. Dreadful well, what weeks. you're going through is the polar opposite. <laughs> polar opposite. <laughs> I believe. Well, you're. Can we talk about stuff? No, no, no. Stuff? We shouldn't. We should Why? So sh why did you bring it up then? Yeah. Why are you right. like? By the way, you were having a good time. My life is terrible. Oh, really? Why? What's going on? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. We're on a, <laughs> we're on a podcast. Like I'll, that's. I'll yell at you off air. That's the whole point. And this drags on for some reason. We shouldn't talk about it. Can we just vaguely go around it? Um. Let me just. Um. Can we just vaguely I, go around? I, I'm it? gonna vaguely make a statement. Right now. And my my statement is that. Say it to the camera. <laughs> holy shit. I, I, I didn't know it could be this bad, but let's leave it at that. All right. What you guys want to possibly be talking? Do you guys want to speculate on what she's talking I mean, about? My speculation is going to be worse than what it really is. I, I'm sure. I'm guessing it's the first time she was getting fisted anally. Yeah. I don't know. What do you got? I don't know. Maybe, maybe the realization her husband's five foot four and two hundred and thirty pounds. Yeah. <laughs> maybe she's transitioning to female. Third miscarriage. <laughs> <laughs> well, fortunately. Bobby Lee helps us understand what's going on in her life with more vague information. I'm just saying that, like, you're in a game, yeah. right? And you're up to bat, mm -hmm. right? And sometimes the pitches are weird, mm -hmm. right? Sometimes you'll hit it. Sometimes 
you know, you'll strike out, right? But the key is to keep batting because you're going to hit one. Mm -hmm. And you're going to hit a home run. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's the most important thing. Fucking Yogi Berra. <laughs> yeah. G great pep talk. <laughs> so remember we talked about the apology show? That'd be a fun show format. We yeah. just come out and apologize for shit. Mm -hmm. I got another one now. I think it would be good. Vaguely talking about our personal lives. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Veiled analogies. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Eric. Oh, man. That guy that you used to know that you reconnected with and he had that thing going on, man. That was heavy. Oh, yeah. You know, he's kind of like uh, sometimes if you're a defensive end yeah. and then the quarterback, sometimes the quarterback's a little weird. And then the defensive end might get a double team. And then, you know, maybe somebody misses a block or a chop block. I don't want to talk it, about it. It's, it's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. What kind of show is this? So, of course, I go on the subreddit because I want to see what are people speculating? What do they think happened? Right. So one of the theories was that Kalila, she has this other show because, of course, she does. And that show is with two other female comedians. And they had to rename it because they called it. Uh, what was what was it? I should have written it down here. They called it something that was. Uh, Already taken. What was the name Blood of that song? Bloodbath. Oh, okay. It was called. And Bloodbath is already a true crime podcast. So then they had to change the name. People are like, oh, maybe they're speculating that she had to change the name of the podcast. But I think more likely what somebody else was saying was that she had this idea that she was pitching in Hollywood that she thought was huge, and it got totally rejected. That sounds I'm thinking accurate. every studio house was like, no, <laughs> if they even took a meeting with her. Right. And she's going, oh, this is so hard. It's so hard to make it in Hollywood with no talent. Right. Yeah. And just a, a C-list boyfriend. Yeah. I pitched this terrible idea all over town and uh, nobody wanted it. <laughs> I know. It's, it's just, it's so difficult. It's so, and, and this, and this just goes on and on and on. What you w did while I was gone, we don't want to get into details about it, but was very brave and impressive. And everyone said it. Like everyone that I talked to was like, God, your girlfriend is amazing. And I go, I know. Oh. <laughs> and this is... Yeah. They're talking about something that they're not talking about. I don't even know how you do that. Right. I wouldn't even know how to. I mean, I, I don't Eric know did how a pretty to good listen job. to it either. Yeah. <laughs> and besides, these are these are these woke assholes. So this is kind of like his idea of brave. Yeah. Is probably like eating a kale salad. Yeah. I just feel like he's been in L.A. too long. He's, you know, one of these Hollywood douchebags. My clip seven is just kind of him douching around L.A. <sighs> and scene and. Energy. Energy. Positive energy. I take the glasses off. It's ridiculous. <laughs> These glasses are ridiculous. People go, are they prescription? I go, no. Then they go, why are you wearing them? I go, because of fashion. And then they, and then they make a face. You know what I mean? But um, I'm getting old, so you have to put, like, mm. you know, nice ornaments on the tree. Yeah, I didn't know what the fuck was going on there. I thought this was like a replay or something because he's talking about ornaments on the tree and then she's talking about a Charlie Brown tree or some shit like that. Yeah. And right away, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Oh, you're just listening to boring people talk about nothing. You know, he, 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 I have to remind myself, he's, he's old. He's 50. He's the same age as me. And yeah. one of the things he does is he well, he's talking about uh, 
this for, for this to frustrate him like this tells me that there's really something fucked up about this guy. He's describing how broken up he is about a fucking video game that he's playing in Hungary. Okay, when he's on the set of this fucking <laughs> yeah. movie. This is my clip 47, and, and and it always drives me crazy. I mean, I don't I don't mind people playing video games. I really don't. I, it, it doesn't matter what age you play it. I don't because I've got a. I've, I just don't have any fucking time. But when you get this wrapped up in a fucking video game that this moment happens, it's a little embarrassing. Babe, I just, I'm calling to let you know I'm done. I'm done. I'm like, what are you done with? I'm done with Warzone. I swear to God, I'm like, what happened? I don't know. I was just hanging out. I got shot in the head 15 times. No, that's not what it is. That's not what it is. Rage quit? That's not what it is. It wasn't that? No, it was, I'm playing multiplayer and I'm on in the world. All of a sudden there's a sniper. He shoots me down. Okay, I re, you know what I mean? Respond. Respond. 10 seconds later, sniper. Mm. I, I died like 20 times, 15 to 20 times in a row from a sniper. And I just literally went, yeah, I, this is not fun. All right. <laughs> Let me explain how entertainment with video games works. Playing the game, best thing you can do. Watching someone play the game, second best thing you can do. Hearing about somebody who was playing the game and what happened to them, worst thing. <laughs> yeah, and, and sucking at it. Yeah, wor worst thing you could do. Oh, tell me about the video game you played. I, I picture that uh, Willy Wonka <laughs> meme. Hey, yeah. That's yeah. so interesting. Uh, I know. <laughs> and the thing is, he didn't even go anywhere with it. He just ended it with, "Yeah, I just, I was so frustrated. I just, uh, I just, <laughs> I just couldn't sad. play anymore." And then yeah. that was it. <laughs> well, getting pwned by a thirteen-year-old at Call of Duty is uh, probably the maddest I've ever been in my whole life. But dude, you got to put it behind you, man. You got to have a short memory. Oh, yeah. That—that's how you live your life. Can't dwell on these things. Well, he's, you know, he was in his big movie and he's going to tell you all about it in uh, my clip eight. It's like, oh, uh, that uh, name looks awfully heavy, Bobby. The whole time I was in Hungary, I was like, I can't wait to get home. And now that I'm here, I'm kind of miss Hungary a little bit. What part do you mm. miss? I miss the smells of Edgar Ramirez. Hey, Bobby, tell me smell, more. He has a spicy <laughs> smell about him, you know? Look at look at me. I'm in a movie with Edgar Ramirez, who people barely know. This guy's not like a household name, but he's you gotta bring him. it up. You know, him. I had to look it up. I do know who it is, but not by his real name. Well, I I didn't. I did look him up, right. but I did the you know. And the thing is, they actually had kind of an angle here because. Kalila, that's her hall pass for some reason. She right. wants to have sex with that guy. So they, you know, and you guys heard that. They, they kind of like uh, laughed about that and, yeah. and did their thing. But then this happens out of the fucking blue because this is all, this is all very, uh, san a lot of this show is very sanitized. You know, there wasn't, a, there wasn't a lot going on that was making me like go, whoa, or anything like that. But then this happens, my clip 48 and 49. Soon as you're done. Yeah. Right. Doing your stuff with him, you can suck the cum. I will suck you, the shit out of you. <laughs> suck. That's you can you suck my suck. cum out of his asshole. You can basically <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I'm you going can to suck my warm cum out of his fucking dong dong. Fuck. Yeah, that that escalated quickly, didn't I, it? I have to go throw up. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking so sick. These you fucking money? animals. To money, I'll meet him before you. I just have a feeling I'd get along with both of them. I have better. a feeling that I'll meet them before, and I have a feeling that, you I mean, you'll be sucking my cum out of their asses. <laughs> <laughs> Your cum always in their ass. You know what? I'll take second-hand cum. You know, <laughs> you know what was interesting, too, was the way that Gilbert responded to him talking about how this guy smells. I thought for sure Gilbert was gay. 
It just seemed that way. Uh-huh. And then later in the show, he says that he's engaged to a girl. So that was a twist. You were shocked. By yeah. That. I was yeah. like, M. Night Shyamalan show. Like, whoa. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. Well, he was dead the whole time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he was straight the whole time. No way. All right. Let's talk about their ad reads. I have to get into oh, this. Oh, no. Let's start, let's start with Zip Recruiter. Then after that, they're like, all right, you have two and a half weeks off. <laughs> Jeez, you know what I mean? Hey guys, we're gonna take a really quick break to share some of our like favorite sponsors. ZipRecruiter.com. Hiring can really feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. Oh boy, everyone knows hiring is a nightmare. At least it was before ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter. We vastly overestimate how many podcast listeners are in a position to hire someone. <laughs> I never understood why I hear ZipRecruiter on every single podcast I listen to, yeah. but. Must be working for them. I don't. You, you know what's interesting about your zip about the zip recruiter thing is they're supposed to say ziprecruiter.com slash belly because then they get credit for it. They they have to add the slash belly. Sure. You know. Yeah. So um, they would always say it, and then they would never say slash belly, and then you hear Gilbert go slash belly. He would always try to fit it in there. Uh, it would never work though. Number by uh, forty six. All right. Quality candidate within the first day. You hear that, George? Gilbert? One day, George. Quality candidate. Be very afraid. It's no wonder over 2.3 million businesses have come to ZipRecruiter.com for their hiring Flash needs. Belly. So while other companies over... <laughs> well, it's funny. They're not good at the ad reads. So this is one for better help. And Bobby's gone through some shit. Like he's got some serious like oh, anxiety, yeah. and he's got he's got things. I was actually I, I remember that uh, Opie and Anthony uh, stalker Patty like spread her ass cheeks, and Bobby had a panic attack and had to leave the studio. And he thought he was locked in the studio. He's pulling out the door and he couldn't get out. And he ran down the hall and he got out. <laughs> Bobby's got some weird shit going on. He showed his ass on oh, radio too. What is he worried about? Stalker Patty. Yeah, I All guess. Right. So anyway, so they're talking about uh, better help, of course. Yeah which they claim to also use. But it's weird because this is the most insincere ad read. And if you watch it on YouTube, they have a screen. They're both sitting next to each other. The screen is to their right. So they're both looking at the screen where the ad copy is and reading it. It's very obvious that they're reading it, and they're not good at it. Well, what I love about it, it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. The service is available for clients worldwide. And... um, it's confidential, it's convenient, it's professional, affordable. It's just a really, a really great service, guys. Is that what you love about it, Bobby? <laughs> it's just really, really a great service? He's, he's reading. I mean, he's and, reading. That's, and, that's, and, that, and that's all they do is they just read the ads. They don't, they, they don't ever, like, uh, you know, try to make it personal in any way. It's, it's, it just it's make kind up of a, a dumb song to sing at the beginning oh. of it. Well, you got to be like uh, Eric Zane and be like, so I took my car to Bill's Garage yesterday, and let me tell you about <laughs> Bill's Garage. <laughs> You know, what's funny is uh, every time Carl joins me, I'm usually doing an ad. Yep. Right when he checks in, I'm talking about <laughs> Bill's Garage. <laughs> I found another show. I, I pitched um, Kimberly for yes. Kimberly and Beck's show. Yeah. Same shit. It's oh, yeah. All, all fucking local, local ads on a podcast. Local ads. We got to yeah. check that out. Yeah. We definitely got to check that out. I, don't, I, I have a rule about local podcasts and local yeah. shows. Kimberly, we might need to make an exception. <laughs> yeah. She's interesting. Uh, last thing I want to do on these ad reads. So they're doing an ad for this thing called Freshly. And what I think is funny here is that Bobby kind of loses himself. So he actually gets off script 
And uh, Kalila has to get him back on script because what he's saying, I'm sure the client would not be happy about. I come home sometimes. I'll see a freshly box outside my door. And I get really excited because it's easy to make and it's high quality um, food that you just microwave or you heat up. I, um, I grew up with uh, microwavable foods because mm. my parents are lazy. And, um, and I... And the quality, I remember as a kid going, this is not good. You know what I mean? You, with Freshly. But, but with Freshly, you, you, when you eat it, it's like it, you can tell that every little thing is thought through and yeah. it's fresh. It's like, by the way, when you just microwave food, pre-made food, it's garbage. And everyone knows that. It sucks. Well, so, but not this one. This one's the exception. I'm sorry. Whoops. I remember eating something just like this and it was god awful. <laughs> try this. Not only that, he just called any customer of Freshly lazy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you're lazy like my parents were, get Freshly. <laughs> I had to look this thing up because I'm not familiar with Freshly. And it literally is a box that comes delivered to you and you put it in the microwave for three minutes and then you eat that. And it's like, how could that be good? I mean, maybe I'm wrong. And Freshly, if you want to sponsor the show and send me <laughs> some products. Prove us wrong. Yeah, I'd be happy to check no. it out. But I just can't imagine that that's something I'd want to eat. But what do I know? Uh, Eric, what else did you pick up on, my friend? Well, this show is the uh, um, uh, master show of insane laughs. Insane, horrible laughs. Uh, uh, 51 all the way to <laughs> 50, 51 to 55. Uh, 51 starts <laughs> I love with um, uh, Kalila has a friend named Corey, and uh, uh, Bobby is jealous. He doesn't like Corey. Bobby is also funny. Or uh, Kalila says Corey is funny, and Bobby doesn't like that either, okay? Corey is funny, though. Kalila agrees, and then there's a horrible laugh from, I think it's Gilbert. That's where I draw the fucking line. Okay? Go ahead. Uh, also, she said she likes him because he's funny. Oh, no. See? Which he is. He's hilarious. <laughs> okay. Holy shit. Okay. So that's no, actually the, the guy we haven't talked about yet, which I don't even know what his name is, but there's a white guy there too. And he's, because okay. you can see him on YouTube, oh, right. he's like running the cameras and stuff. And then he does have a mic. They'll talk to him. We just had a kid two months ago. So they talked to him about okay. that for a minute. But he, well, like, he laughed hysterically at that. And I couldn't figure out why. He had to push the microphone away from him because he was laughing so hard. Didn't want to overmodulate. Oh, God, I hate that guy. I, You know, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I was so angry. This is another one of these shows, and this is a perfect a perfect thing to describe because whenever when when Carl makes us or when Carl makes us listen to these shows, I'm like, son of a bitch, it's fucking fatiguing to have to sit there. Yes. It's, it's work. This is fucking work. Yeah, it's great, and I love it. But man, son of a bitch, it is. Uh, I, I I have so many negative feelings when I when I listen to these shows. They make me so angry, and that's one of the reasons why. If you can play all those ridiculous laughter jo uh, drops, that'd be great. <laughs> that's what I am. Bubble above, and I'm just like this, you know, edge lord. <laughs> so millionaire, edge lord, millionaire. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, they were oh. really leaning into this edgelord because I guess someone on the set was calling him an edgelord when he was in Hungary and he's, he didn't know what that was for some reason. Like, Bobby is one of these guys who he wants people to think he's just like dumb and out of it. He was talking to this, this white guy, the producer or whatever he is, the camera guy. And uh, 
He calls him out on having a bad bet, which is great. I like it when people do that. I think that's funny. But then he brings up a word that he doesn't understand what it means. <laughs> Why are you giving me that glare? It was a good because segue. Your, your bit right there um, kind of ate it. Babe, what about this? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What you just said kind of ate it in, in so different, different ways. Jules and, thinks I'm funny. I know, I know, it's fine. <laughs> I'm just saying. Jules. You were laughing. You're describing this thing. And you were eating it real bad. And it, it fell flat. I love you. I uh, is that me being... Um, Gaslighting? No, that's no, not, that's that's not, not gaslighting. What is that? That's just, that's just being an asshole. Being, oh, I'm an asshole. You're, yeah. bu- you're bullying. Dude, your bit sucked. I'm sorry. I'm gaslighting you. I apologize. No, it did suck. It's honesty, not gaslighting. There were charming parts of the show. Don't get me wrong. Were there? Yeah, no, I didn't find I, it all bad. I like Bobby Lee. I, I, mean, I think I he's always, all right. I always have thought he was funny. Uh, I mean, we're just you know roasting the show, and but in nine. He wants it both ways. He yes. wants all the the fame, but he doesn't want to be a Hollywood douchebag. Uh, clip nine is boohoo. I'm famous. Okay, this is going to be a month and a half of sheer boredom because I'm not gonna. No one's gonna want to hang out with me, and also on top of it, it's like I'm barely in the movie. Well, like, the first two weeks, you called me crying. Every- yeah, I cried. It was like I'm barely in the movie. I have like. Six lines here, six lines there, one line periodically, you know what I mean? But maybe 10 to 12 lines to the whole thing, and um, I don't know what I'm doing. Anyway, um, so I'm thinking, you know, oh, they're not going to—I'm like an extra. Right. It's such a dick thing. He doesn't even realize how many— 22-year-old guys from Cincinnati are lined up around the block to suck Eli Roth's dick to be in this movie. Okay? <laughs> he, he might know that. Well, he might have been there about 20 years ago. like it's such a fucking chore. Now, brace yourself. Clip 13, you know, remember when he said that yeah. he was barely in it? Yeah. He only had a couple of lines? Mm-hmm. Well. Next day, I think, okay, I'm going to stand in the desert still more. That's fine. But then all of a sudden they go. Oh, we switch things around. You're, we're doing your scene. I don't know. Oh, you don't know the line. I don't know it. Oh, man. I don't know the scene. I thought it was next week. So they're switching it around. Let's go, let's go to the, 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 the church. Cause, and with Kevin, Kevin's waiting for you to rehearse. So I was just like, oh, my God. And you go there, and it's like hundreds of people. Uh, cameras. Everyone's there. Stressful. Eli's there. And I rehearsed it, and I fucking... Nailed it. Good job, babe. I nailed the first take. Then I shot one scene, like one take, and Eli just basically goes, "Just, just do another one. We got it." So now I'm supposed to be impressed. You practiced twice and nailed it in one take. Wow, Broad, wow. Broadway, here we come. Hold on, though, Andy. Shakespeare in the park. Anyone? He tells he tells the secret and how he was able to pull this off. Which any uh, young actors out there. Listen to this. And, and this is going to sound gross, but um, maybe, I don't know. But um, you know that when I was talking about the first scene I did when they said, oh, we're shooting your scene right now, and I didn't know, the only thing I said is repeatedly in my head is, you belong here, you belong here, you belong here, you belong here, you belong here. And I said that to myself a hundred times while I was walking to the set. Nice. Right? Yeah. Because there's a part of me that doesn't belong, feel like he belongs. Mm-hmm. The rational part of you. <laughs> that would be the yeah. rational part of you that doesn't feel like you should be on the same set with these people. Correct. Yeah. Every, you know, everything is both sides of the coin with him. His par- you know, he had 
uh, conservative Asian parents and probably didn't pay a lot of attention to him. So now he wants all the t- attention that he can get. And then when he gets it, he doesn't know what to do with it. I think that sums it up pretty well. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the guy that well, but that, that sounds pretty good. It's pretty funny. He, he makes it sound, though, uh, that he has like a 15-minute monologue. He's barely credited in this film. Barely. He, yeah. his, 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 his lines are probably like, uh-huh, or yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that super drop of all the famous people that are in it, he's not even in the list. There's people right. I've never heard of on the list, yeah. and he's not. I saw that. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh, good on him, though. He calls it out, too. He's like, I'm not in there. Yeah, I know. It's kind of funny. <laughs> it's funny. So they, this show doesn't seem to have a lot of a format to it until it gets to a reoccurring segment they have, Unhelpful Advice. Oh, right. And I thought that this was just kind of surprising to me. So people send in their questions, and then they give them unhelpful advice. Get it, Andy? Yes. Instead of being helpful, <laughs> it's on. Uh, okay. Unhelpful Advice with Bobby and Kalila. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Tiger Belly family. I was recently offered a role in the musical South Pacific. Great. But I think I'll have to turn down the part. Good. South Pacific first (laughs) ran on Broadway in 1949. The musical itself does have historical importance for bringing up topics of attacking racism towards Asians by bad whites. So obviously there's a lot of roles for Asian actors, but where I live, I don't have a a large Asian population. And I'm afraid there may be a largely white cast because the theater has... uh, that's just how it is. I'd like to talk about this with the director, but I don't want to just stand in the lobby yelling at it, yelling at him. Wait, wait, wait. So what this guy is explaining, I'm assuming this is an Asian guy who's saying, I got the part in this play, but I'm assuming there aren't enough Asians to fill all the parts of Asian characters. And therefore I want to scream at the director. And because of that, I'm not going to take the part, which I thought was odd. And then um, the response was even weirder to me. All right, so what, what he's basically saying is is that the director's going to – first of all, the director can't cast white people in Asian parts. Is well, that what he's saying? Well, that's what's happening. Yeah. They, that's not going to happen. Well, here, how about we're in the middle of, like, this very, like, white town where the closest Asian is 150 miles away? Yeah. I'm just saying, why choose South Pacific? Sound of music. Yeah, sound of music. Sound, sound of, sound of music. music. The yeah, most, yeah. Do the whitest thing yeah, possible. Yeah. So this <laughs> musical that has a really good message that aligns with what their message is, that's pro-Asian, they can't do because there are not enough Asian people who live there Fucking Alexander Hamilton wasn't Latino. Right. This is all make believe. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's for fun. Well, where where are we getting to this thing now where Dr. Hibbard can't be played by Harry Shearer? It's so fucking stupid. Uh, yeah. I, I, that's so funny that he's just like, oh, they they're not gonna do that. What do you mean? Yeah. They cast people that are not that the the ethnicity of the character all the time. And it's fine. Yeah. It was always fine. Like in Wichita, they're not gonna care if a white guy is playing an Asian. Right. You know what? It does. They they act all woke, but this fucking show is causing hate crimes against Asians, so they can fuck off. Wow, <laughs> you heard it here first. So then, Bobby has even more advice for this person. But hey, dude, you can't you can't do it. You can't do it. And if, if they're gonna cast white pe- uh, white people for Asian parts, first of all, I can't see any world that that's gonna happen. Mm. But if you live in such a small town that they're gonna do that. You got to get the fuck away from. Wait, thing. I have another option. And move, move. No, 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 don't move. So his <laughs> advice is, you shouldn't even live there. Yeah. These people are trying to just put on a musical yeah, at right. their local theater. You got to get the fuck out of that place. <laughs> what? He wants everybody to start burning all of their copies of David Carradine's Kung Fu. Right. 
Well, it never happened. It's not a bad idea. Well, yeah. So this leads to Bobby Lee talking about the movie Pearl Harbor, and this is also insane. Yeah. Also, you know what I hate about the movie Pearl Harbor? It was devastating. They were sleeping. I get it. Okay, but it's like they should extend the part two into Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Oh, that would be intense. Because it's like you know you're seeing one slice of it. It's like yeah, but look at the second half. The mm. second half is devastating. Yeah. Right. And it's like they leave that out. They leave that out of the movie about a single day in history, <laughs> December 7, 1941. And then they don't even talk about this shit happened in 1945. Right. Yeah. Correct. The movie would be called Nagasaki if that was right. not Pearl Harbor. You know what else they leave out are all the Japanese war crimes. You know, where they murdered almost 4 million Chinese people, mostly civilians. They leave that part out, too. Go figure. It was a fucking war. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that the fact that in the film, can you imagine you're watching one slice of time, like you said, and then they have to do like some type of fast forward effect. Now, three years later, you see a mushroom cloud. Yeah. Oh my God. God forbid Hollywood do a movie that doesn't paint America as the worst people in the world. Like we we've seen that movie. It's fine. There's enough of that out there. But thanks, Bobby. Thank you for uh, making sure that you made your point on why the movie Pearl Harbor is bad. And the movie Pearl Harbor is bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's not why. <laughs> um, all right, Eric, you got a bunch of clips. What else you want to talk about, my friend? Yeah, um, actually, you know, if if you uh, if you look early on, I, I sent you guys a lot of clips from the episode that Bobby wasn't there. Okay, okay? and you and in this uh, in this episode, you have a lady by the name of Sarah Highland, who I'm not familiar with. She's a comic, I guess, and kind of like a uh, uh, this little flaky artist. And then Kalila is there, and then Bobby's brother, uh, Steve. Who goes by the name, which I just hate saying this, Stevie Weeby. Okay. <laughs> okay. How old are uh, we? In fact, <laughs> my, my, in fact, he, he, he sounds, okay, that sounds annoying. Uh, and he sounds annoying. Cut number 16. I'll give you a good example of how this guy speaks. Before I play this, though, what's his name again, Eric? Steve. Steve Lee. No, 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 no. What's his nickname? Stevie Weeby. Stevie Weeby, bottom right. <laughs> Oh, Stevie Weeby, bottom right. Okay. Oh, how fun. How playful and yeah. fun. Yeah. So, okay. It, now, but there, there, and there's a lot of super annoying parts in this show because it, it's kind of like it goes off the rails. At least when Bobby's there, there he's kind of like the ringleader of it. And then you, you kind of just uh, fill in the blanks of what he's talking about. But in this one, it was just ridiculous. So they're, they're kind of just all doing their thing and people are bringing food. Okay. Someone is bringing them food that they're eating. So I, I know how much you, you love it when people eat on yeah, mic. Never a good idea. My uh, cut number three, this is an example of that. Yeah. Soy. Yeah. Go ahead. Try it. Mm-hmm. Oh, the noodles are good. Well, it's worse than that because it's a YouTube show, so you're actually watching yeah. them eat, too. Uh, uh, cut number 10. Cut number 10. Ow. <laughs> it's a trickle-down effect. 0.08% of everybody's. Yeah, and then even the woman manager, she was Korean too, but yeah. I remember like she, oh, oh God, we got more Another food? dish? Okay. Food. All right, thank you so much. What is it? Which Say it out loud, this? Jules. This is lechon kawali. Oh, lechon. Um, do you eat pork? Yeah, I eat everything. Okay. Hold up. I don't want to like disrespect the food. Let me, let me try it. Yeah, try it. Mm. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Gross. Yep. Eat shit. And ZipRecruiter's <laughs> like, oh, I bet they're talking to a lot of employers. <laughs> we got to make sure that we got a, an ad spot during Doesn't Tiger Zip Belly. ZipRecruiter know that nobody wants to fucking work anymore? That's a good point. 
Guys, number 19 is my eating super cut. Uh, uh, fuck you, Eric. It's amazing how quickly God, this show it. becomes everything we hate. Yeah. I, I, did that just, I did that just for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not fun. It's not fun to listen to that. <laughs> not a fan. Uh, okay. Um. All right, and then this uh, this Sarah Hyland. I don't know what was going on with her voice, but every time she tells a story, it's a really really bizarre type of cadence and pacing that she has, and her voice is just as annoying as Stevie Weebies. Uh, number seven, please. Hard to believe. Steve, I just yeah. want to normalize this for you <laughs> for a minute from my heart. I I want you to look at me in my eye. I used to do that too, like. Meaning that even when I was with Bobby, I worked like three fucking jobs. Like I worked at Starbucks at the bakery called Sweet Lady Fucking Jane. I worked every fucking day sweating. And oh, Bobby yeah. would be like, quit one. I was like, no. You know what I mean? Like, it just... Wendy the slow adult was getting jobs? That's interesting. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. And then hearing her talk. It got to a point where this is all I would hear in my brain when she would talk. My clip number twelve. I want to say it was like 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 like. All right, I'll put a beat. I'll put a beat to that for the YouTube version of the show. That's pretty good. Um, they 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 played this stupid annoying game and and things like that. And this is clip number fourteen. All right. That looks like that looks like me. So top left, we have the Mega Mouth Shark. Top the right, Mega Mouth Shark. The parrot. That's fish. a parrot fish. That's a bunglos or a milkfish. And, that's and the Steve Lee. <laughs> Stevie Weeby, bottom right. And the bottom right oh. is called a, a shokoi. It's a, it's a Filipino merman. That looks like you. <laughs> Dagon the fish god. Stevie Weeby. It really does look like you. Dagon. <laughs> All right, so you're reminding me of something, Eric, that was pissing me off. Because as I'm watching Tiger Belly on YouTube and the algorithm is learning what I quote unquote like oh, no. <laughs> I'm seeing all of these other two bears one cave your mom's house like all these other related shows with their 500,000 views everything Patrick Michael three, likes. yeah 390,000 views and they all have the same show format let's get silly adults together and act silly yeah and it's odd to me that this is caught on so much I mean, they're, they're doing it right. They have the audience. They have the sponsors. So I'm not saying that what they're doing is the wrong thing, but it has to end at some point. People are going to get sick of this, right? Yeah, I hope this so. is This is like a fad. Yeah. Putting on a show with no effort and just giggling over each other is a fad. I, I got to think. Well, I mean, losers like hanging out with their friends. So that's what all this is. It's all, right, but I don't want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, no, you're hanging out with your best friend, Bobby Lee. I just uh, <laughs> I often I, I I just ask myself I go who 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 is I I I want to meet the person who says man I love that so much it's so great where are these people you don't where know that you don't people? know that person they're, Eric that person is lonely and doesn't have friends they're in Gary Indiana <laughs> they're in Gary Indiana <laughs> um on my cut uh, that's Sarah Highland my my cuts fifteen and seventeen her laugh might be the single most enraging thing I experienced outside of Opie in the past week. Because that was, that was a lot of frustration this week. Uh, Opie, John, 
And then uh, the, the two episodes of Tiger Belly that I listened to, cuts number 15 and 17, are the Sarah Highlands. This is the most annoying laugh I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Holy shit. She sounds like a child. Is she a child? I know. She's... And it stands out. And she she looks like like uh, 25 miles of bad road. I mean, she looks rough. <laughs> <laughs> she seems like she's suffered some kind of head injury oh, or yeah. drug overdose. There, oh, yeah. uh, there needs to be some infrastructure uh, funding. Is that what you're saying? Oh, Eric's saying? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. And and if you're in the uh, Filipino or the Asian community, and you're and you've got this show like trumpeting everything Asian, you're you're like, stop, stop doing that. We don't want to be associated with you. We're 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 not fucked up like this show is. It is odd to me, and I I don't fucking care at all. But it's odd to me how much Bobby Lee leans into the Asian accent and the over-the-top stereotype stuff hmm. when he's not like that at all. Right. But it's okay for him to do it. Right. But God forbid a white person would play an Asian person who is in a fucking play that was written in 1949. Yeah. <laughs> Did you happen to hear that controversy about, uh, I think her name was Tilda Swinton? No. Okay. Uh, from uh, Doctor Strange? Yes, and that's about, about it. it's about this part. Yeah, you, you, uh, she played one of the particular parts... And I guess that was originally an Asian character. So Swinton was cast, but Swinton uh, reached out to Margaret Cho and said, hey, uh, I want to know what you think about this. Is this a bad idea, a good idea? I, I, I just kind of, she reached out to her like a fellow luminary or another person in the industry to kind of get her take on it. Well, Cho talked to Bobby about that on this exact show. And it was really fucking awkward and weird. And they had a problem that Tilda Swinton asked about it. They didn't like that she approached <laughs> them and said, hey, I need some insight. What do you think about a white person being cast in this role? Because well, yeah, been... Johnny Depp asked people like uh, Indian or you know, Native Americans if it was all right if he played a Native American. And uh, Quentin Tarantino asked Samuel L. Jackson if he could use the N-word a hundred million times in all his movies. <laughs> White people do this all the time. And I mean... I have permission. I have yeah. a permission slip. It's okay. <laughs> Margaret Cho said it's okay. Yeah. I mean, has anybody taken Quentin Tarantino to task about it? No, because it's Sam Jack signed off on signed it. Signed off on it. So, yeah. hey, that's well, all you got to do. Yeah. They didn't like that she asked. That doesn't make <laughs> any sense to me. Her mistake was saying it was all right. She should have said, no, don't do it. I wouldn't even ask. I would have just fucking done it. Right. Who the I fuck would... is Margaret Cho? I haven't heard that fucking name in 15 years. <laughs> I know. Since when is she the, the authority? Right. What are we talking? All right. So also Bobby Lee is very sensitive. And we oh, learned about this when he got his, say. when he got his feelings hurt on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is real this, funny. This is kind of funny. Yeah, I love this. I love it. When I said when John Mulaney went to rehab, yeah. right, and they, everyone made a big deal out of it. Yeah. And I said, I tweeted, I tweeted. <laughs> a good one. I've been to four rehabs and no one gives us gives a fuck. <laughs> I was right, tweet. Right. So I, that was the last real comedy tweet that I did. Yeah. Right. And then I remember I got off of fucking Twitter for yeah. six months. Right, right. <laughs> What did it? That's what did it. That closed the door because the the visceral comments afterwards, like, um, that's because you're not funny, dude. To me, right? Uh, John Mulaney's like an A-list comic. You're C-list. You know what I mean? It just went on and on and on. And I, and I was just like, I was just making a joke. But anyway, I'm going to get off of Twitter because this is very hurtful. I'm surprised that somebody like Bobby Lee would have to get off Twitter because people are goofing at him for being like a C-list celebrity. I'm, yeah. I don't know. It's just weird to me. Just don't read the comments. Well, just as somebody who gets goofed on nonstop every day, all day, mm -hmm. 
you got to kind of like work with that. Although Eric Zane, we were talking about on his show, on the Eric Zane show, we were talking about it yesterday morning that Eric has gone through some times when the negative feedback on the internet has gotten to him. Sorry oh, about that, Fine. Eric. Yeah. Oh, I got, I've got some, I've got the thinnest skin. You notice I'm very quiet about this. I'm like, I like Bobby. I like what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, it was funny. Um, I do want to move on because we have a lot to get to, but is there anything that you guys want to hit on that we haven't talked about yet? No, we covered it. Andy's good. Eric, what do you got? Nope. Uh, and, you know, I'm going to keep it moving. Uh, everything else is kind of like superfluous at this point. Perfect. In that case, it's time for Cringe of the Week. Cringe of the Week. This week's Cringe of the Week is a little bit longer, but it came in from multiple people. Multiple people are sending this to me. In fact, even some notable people from the show are sending this in. I'll give credit to, to Justin Y, who sent it to me two different ways. This is a show called <laughs> Rubberneckers. Okay. And Rubberneckers includes some, uh, some people who you'd be familiar with from this show, including this guy named John. Now, John is someone I haven't thought about in many years. We used to call him the Philly Fanatic. John went on his show. I don't remember what the name of that show was. And he went through and trashed me for a while. And I played all the clips on the show because that's what we do because we have a good sense of humor about ourselves. John does not. Okay. Yeah, dude, don't even try to remember. It was so long ago. Hmm. Anyway, (laughs) this is John the Philly Fanatic having a fucking meltdown on his show. And apparently this hasn't even gone out yet because he controls the feed. Yeah. So he hasn't put this show out yet because he fucking rage quit in the middle of it. (laughs) Oh so this is John Rage quitting, and and uh, if you think that I find this funny because I think John sucks, you're correct. A note, for, a note for the listeners: this was deemed the best article to talk about. Yeah, the I thought best. this was the worst. The article. best. So it's it's only downhill from here. That's not true because the next article is really good. You, you have talk to... about having some fucking optimism, Dave. You have to explain who no, no, decides just... that was the best article. I had no. All right, all right. You know what? You can all go fuck yourself. This is the last fucking rubbernecker, and I'm dead fucking serious. What are you yeah, talking laugh about, it up, funny fucking boy? Laugh it up. What? I've had enough of your fucking donut jokes and enough of your other fucking shit. One guy doesn't show up. It's a big fucking thing. We got a prayer, right? Donut, donut, donut. Fat, fat, fat. Meanwhile, you're over there sucking on a fucking cigarette and everything. I, I try to do nothing. You motherfucker, don't do a fucking thing. You sit there on your ass. You make a couple things up, and then all of a sudden that's it nobody does nothing we sit in here we look like jerk offs jerk offs every fucking week i try to make it a better show and you know what this isn't even fun anymore and i'm fucking done with it rubberneckers is over you can do whatever the fuck you want with the rest of you fucking guys i don't care but i've had enough of this fucking shit fuck is all do something fucking better if you can you can't Run the show. He's sitting there. Well, this is his first fucking topic. It's the worst fucking topic. And so you already are setting this up. What do you think? I'm a fucking moron? I know what the fuck you're doing. You think this is the first fucking time I've ever done something like this? You fucking assholes. <laughs> go fuck yourselves. Every fucking last one of you. I've had it. I came in here. I was going to try to go through this thing. But if you're just going to sit here and try to make me the asshole out of this fucking show, go fuck yourselves. All of you. Oh. <laughs> so, so I did googled you guys hear about um, the woman who got uh, no 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 we haven't finished this talk. article. Now I'm done. Go fuck <laughs> yourself. I'm leaving the thing. I'm not putting the show up. Shut the thing off. Just, Give the fucking what? Patreons their money back. No, I'm fucking done. I've had enough. I've had enough. Of every one of you motherfuckers. When this fucking shit gets stops being fun, 
I'm fucking done. So I hope you're fucking happy. Hope you enjoyed yourself. Go make a fucking podcast where somebody will actually lift into it with the rest of you fucking five morons. One that never shows the fuck up. Enjoy yourself. Oh, I just have one thing to say. Go ahead. It's fish. Why, motherfuckers? Oh, what? Did you guys hear about the woman that got impregnated by a sex doll? If you rage quit in the woods and no one's there to hear you rage quit, did you actually rage quit? So I love that he said in there, give the Patreon back their money. How many, how much money are we talking about? Can somebody tell me that? Maybe someone in the Discord knows. Uh, I could look it up. What we're talking about because he's acting like, oh, we're huge, and I'm done with it. I've had enough of you guys. Like, I'm sure that these guys get the same number of listeners without (laughs) Philly Fanatic, but what do I know? Um, So is that that two words? Is that two words by chance? Or is it all one word? Oh, rubberneckers? Rubberneckers? I think it's one word. I I, I tried both on Patreon. I cannot, I I can't find anything. Uh, someone just linked to it in our Discord, but boy, I suck. No, it's it's called Content Kings. That's why that's why you oh. get it wrong. I was just looking rubberneckers. Yep. All right. Well, that's fun. That's great. That's good stuff. Holy shit! That was that was tremendous, though. I loved that. I loved hearing that guy lose his fucking mind. It was interesting. Hey, ninety-two dollars a month <laughs> divided by five. <laughs> Are these guys going to be able to eat after this? Oh, no. And there's nothing wrong with that. I, qu- I would quit, too. No shit. So I listened to Kill Tony this week. Now, Kill Tony is Tony Hinchcliffe, and he is the comedian who was under, obviously, a lot of scrutiny. Bobby Lee didn't care for it. Yeah, I'm sure he didn't because, you know, he made some Asian jokes. And I don't listen to Kill Tony very often. The format is... He brings up comedians. It's usually at a comedy club. He'll bring up a comedian who gets to do 60 seconds, and then they'll talk about the set, and they'll talk about the guy and what his deal is. And they, the comedians always suck, and they kind of goof on him. It's, it's kind of fun. And uh, the reason why I listened to it this week is because of the guests that they had. Uh-oh. Alex motherfucking Jones, an Austin, Texas icon and one of our favorite humans on the planet. Well, it's good to be here exercising the First Amendment with a lot of great Americans. Yeah! Yeah! Woo! Woo! So normally they have comedians on, but this week it was Alex Jones. I'm like, oh, this is going to be wild. awesome. Yeah, yeah it's going to be wild. So the first comedian they bring up is this guy... William Montgomery, I'm just going to play you. Now, these are not long sets, obviously. I'm just going to play you like a few jokes from his stand-up set. Hard to believe that the movie Pearl Harbor was worse than the actual Pearl Harbor event. (laughs) Imagine if they made a 9-11 romantic comedy. Dax Shepard and Selena Gomez make out as cancerous ass showers down on them blocks from the World Trade Center. This week, Joe Biden said he really identifies with black people, saying, hell, my son's a crack addict, too. Wow. (laughs) So during this set, they're having issues with the lighting. So Tony Hinchcliffe is not paying attention. And he's supposed to be paying attention because he usually gets feedback about the jokes. So he says to Alex Jones, I wasn't listening. What did you think about that? (laughs) This is Alex Jones' assessment of what you just heard. I'm kidding. Alex, you were paying attention. What do you think about William's set? This is your first time seeing this I thought set. they were very cerebral jokes, <laughs> which is not lost in a great crowd, but I'm a little drunk, so I missed part of it. And if I only caught half of it, it's a little, 
He said it's a daytime joke, not a nighttime joke. But it was all very, actually, very well executed. Better than I can write, so, you know. Hell yeah. All right, so he only caught half of it because he's drunk. It's, oh, really? You don't say Alex Jones is drunk? So this gets out of control very quickly. <laughs> you have a very drunk Alex Jones on the stage. So he's judging the comedians. Yes. Oh, boy. Yes, that's correct. And they're talking to this guy, William, who just did the stand-up. And William is now sober. I guess he was a crazy person with alcohol and coke and stuff like that. And they're talking about he just went to a bachelor party this past week. And Alex Jones yells the least appropriate thing possible. I did. Yeah, I actually got wasted. I broke my sobriety <laughs> on Saturday night. I got fucking wasted. He's kidding, everybody. He's joking, everyone. I got. Here's fucking... for getting wasted. Buy more <laughs> drinks. <laughs> this guy's like, yeah, I had a really tough time with alcohol and coke, and you know, I'd start drinking at 11 a.m. every day, and uh, you know, he's joking. Around. I was like, yeah, yeah, I got wasted this past weekend, and then Alex Jones, yeah, let's get some more drinks up here for this Everybody, guy. That is, that is great. Everybody, That's throw your awesome. chips out. So this is hilarious because Joe Rogan shows up with Duncan Trussell. Okay. They had just done the Joe Rogan show together. Yeah. They walk in, and Alex Jones is beside himself. He's so excited about this. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree with you. I love it. I'm going to get you. Get over here and sit on my lap. <laughs> it's a scary look. He's serious, too. Yeah. He's telling Duncan Trussell, Duncan Trussell to sit on his lap. At this moment, Duncan leaves the stage and never comes back again. <laughs> That's okay? a good call. Smart. Smart on him. So now they're talking to Joe Rogan, and Joe Rogan says how high he is. And Alex's response is, why don't you give me some weed? <laughs> that's, that's his first response. It's okay. Duncan and I are so high right now. <laughs> I want some of that it's weed. Almost, we're almost imperceivably high. Pull the weed out. Alex, does he have an inside voice? It seems like every time the man <laughs> yeah. speaks, everything's everything's always like like uh, 50 decibels above ear pain. It's never subtle. It's always it's, no, yeah, <laughs> it's never subtle. And he doesn't need a microphone. It would have been picked oh. up without it. Right. But this is more of him trying to get a Joe Rogan weed chant going so that he could Joe Rogan will well uh, share with him. I want some of that Joe Rogan weed. It's need, always good. You don't get, want any of this weed. I'm telling you. It's yeah. terrifying. The weed he always gives me is the best. Joe Rogan weed. Joe Rogan weed. <laughs> is it nope. I don't reject uh, that. Alex <laughs> <laughs> Jones has turned into like a frat guy at this point. This is a 47-year-old man who's got a media empire, and he's turned into a Burt Kreischer from 20 years ago. Right. For how, some reason. How many times is Joe Rogan like out to dinner and Alex Jones walks in and then he's got to like slide down in his boots <laughs> so that yeah. he doesn't fucking see him? Yes. I swear he's ducking him 90% oh. of the time. Oh, yeah. So this is funny because Joe Rogan is now onto this guy and they're friends. Right. Him and Alex are friends, but he's onto him at this point. Uh, this is Joe talking about how wasted him and Duncan are. We drank 18 beers. <laughs> we drank whiskey. We are so fucked up. It's, this podcast. I'm jealous. You're jealous? You're also drunk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is more of him trying to get weed. Okay, you smoke a lot of pot? Hell yeah, that's the reason why I became a teacher. What do you... <laughs> <laughs> they don't drug some weed. Hearing about all this weed. Give me some... They don't drug this. Can we get a join up here for Alex Jones? Uh, smoke some. You're making a mistake. 
Trust me. All right, let's wait. Let's do it for 22 let's years. Wait don't, on the weed. Don't, you can't. Joe Rogan <laughs> shuts it down. He's like, nope, don't get him smoking weed up here. This is going to be a problem. This is early in the show, by the way. Oh, boy. This is very. This is only the second comedian that they're talking to. Tony's just like, put a joint in this guy's mouth so he'll shut the fuck up. He was yelling, give me weed over and over and over again. <laughs> Which is bizarre behavior, <laughs> yeah. I have to say. You think? So it's a certain point, Alex is acting so crazy that Joe is like, what the fuck is going on? Alex starts hallucinating. There are no strippers here. There are comedians. But for some reason, Alex thinks that there are strippers there and he becomes one of the uh, strip club DJs. I fucking love you. Hi, thank you. I love Mercedes you. on stage. <laughs> on deck. What? Hey. <laughs> why, why? Why would that be? Is that be? the kind of strippers you like, Alex? What? I, I like it. I I'm having an hallucination. Sense. It's a beautiful stripper. I'm looking at him. Oh, look at her dance. The beauty. The pole. Oh, look at the style. The elegance. The grace. Okay. Uh, Mercedes JP. on stage. JB, how do you say the your last name? is in this bottle? PCP. So Alex says he's on PCP, which could be true, because I've never heard someone more out of their mind. Everybody's just like, what are you doing? Yes, correct. And Tony's trying to, like, manage the show. He's like, all right, let's just ignore that. Uh, So anyway, where are you from? (laughs) Completely off the rails. (laughs) This is, I'm going to call it right here. This is my favorite Alex Jones clip of all time. I call this Alex losing his mind. And... After this happens, Joe Rogan leaves the show. He gets off the stage and he is like, this is over. Yeah! Woo! Yeah! Oh! 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 Whoa! Yeah! Woo! Hey, wait, wait, wait! Get her back up here. Get her back, get her back up here. The show is over. No, it's not. No, it's not. He leaves. He just puts the mic down. This show is over. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Alex has all of these articles coming out about how he's an alcoholic and he's got these DUIs. And he's got people who used to work for him coming out with these exposés. He might want to, like, calm down for a minute, right? Just, for, like, for a minute. Not go on this is, big uh, shows. I feel like a lunatic. new news? This is the type of thing that, uh, you know, those uh, things called death pools where people like, uh, you know, you get you, and occasionally you'll throw in someone who's relatively young and get a lot of points for him. Mm-hmm. Alex Jones would be excellent in a death pool when, when that when that restarts at the beginning of the year. Good All right. Call. All right. So here's a question Predicting for you. his own death. Here's a question for you. Alex Jones, Artie Lang, who goes first? Because hmm. Artie Lang is on borrowed time. Well, but It'll be Alex Jones is working out of the Artie harder. because I don't want Artie to die. Okay. So, you know, so. 50 bucks? He'll, oh, really? Yeah, you want to go 50 bucks with me? Because I'm taking Alex. I, who I mean, dies Alex, first? Yeah, Artie who dies Alex? first? Yeah. 50 uh, bucks. Okay, it's on. I would take Alex Jones too because Artie continually is trying to turn his life around. It seems that it, way, although we don't know what's going on with Artie, but yeah. And, and, you know, how often do we hear about people who are at death's door like Keith Richards and that they live for, like, 95 more years? I love that Empty Daily wrote, Artie Lang wins by a nose. <laughs> <laughs> Should we sag into an ad read? <laughs> Very good. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, by the way, Stavi, 
who I saw perform comedy last week. And I have a new oh, photo with my buddy Stabby, oh, my, my the, good friend. I saw him the next day. It was a great show. Yeah, he is great. He was on BertCast, Bert Kreischer's podcast. Right, right. And uh, this was a laugh-off, if you could imagine. Andy's brother Joe put together a clip for us here. More people don't than do. Let's be honest. With almost everyone, <laughs> with almost everyone, more people are going to pass. I'm very specific about my feet. <laughs> yeah, it'd be, it'd be kind of hard. You're right. I'm not very limber either, though. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'll never forget watching him eat the bones, and I was like, "That can't be good for you." And he's like, "Well, no, it's not." I just registered Republican, so I'm not going to get it. I won't get it. It's not real. It's not a virus. It's created by the Dems. Makes sense, man. Yeah. No, not yet. The only thing they're missing there is Josh Potter. Yeah, losing his mind in the background. Cartman going, no fucking way. You guys. I haven't laughed that hard in my entire life. No. Like in right. and, and, and the in the entire time that I've been alive, that amount of time is 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 less than I've laughed uh, I, uh, compared to that. I, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Well, I'll tell you what, Eric Zane, I'm going to change that right now. <laughs> That's right. Stuttering John is in New York visiting his mom, going to yeah. Yankees games, hanging oh, okay. with his brother Roy. Yeah. Okay. So maybe we do have some of the similar clips because I listened to the one from the 25th or yeah. 20, the, so um, I didn't. I just did, wanted to get to this before we get to the big news. And uh, yes. So yeah, he's doing. He's got a new backdrop. Which is an old woman's guest room. Well, it's his childhood bedroom. Right. <laughs> is, where he's, is where he's podcasting out of now, which is yeah. interesting. So uh, clip one, he's in his childhood bedroom, and he, or he says that he's got some funny stories. Um, Starts drinking so alcohol. What funny story should I tell you first before we bring on the Midas Touch Brothers? Okay, so get ready. For some hilarious shit. Clip two. So I'm hanging out at Sal's place. The guy there, we start talking. Right before that, I just want to pause it and, and fill in some blanks. Yeah. He flies into New York, meets up with his brother Roy. He goes, Roy didn't want to hang out, so I had him drop me off at the bar that I like to go to. Right. Like, your brother is seeing you for the first time in probably years, and he's like, I don't want to hang out with you. Isn't that a little strange? Yeah. A little bit. All right. Sorry. Let's get back. Let's get back his, to it. His uh, local dive bar from his yes. childhood home. Correct. Yes. His, his, his bar away from home. We start talking. And it's a sad story. He tells me his son was the captain of the wrestling team. He says this kid goes to Albany before year college. This guy picks his son up from college. Son gets in the car and goes, Dad, I want to work for Wendy's. Father's like, what? I just sang in college. Are you heading to law school? 
Nah, nah, I'm going to work at Wendy's. Plus, I got to go back to be captain on the wrestling team. His He lost his son to schizophrenia. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember when I've heard a funnier anecdote. <laughs> God. That kid was Michael Papa. <laughs> <laughs> he promised shit. me a funny story. <laughs> why would you bring that up? And also, <laughs> this guy that he just met at this pub, why is he talking to him about Good this? Point. <laughs> Jesus Good God. Okay, so now he goes to the Yankee game, right? Yeah. And he's he said that he's sprung for all of these tickets, right? How much money did he spend, Andy? $800. $800. He's and made this very clear. So ding, ding, now ding. we're going to hear who went to the game. Pay attention because somebody is suspiciously not on the list. On Saturday, we go to the Yankee game. Great game. I got great seats. I see Michael K. and waving to Michael K. And then... We all leave. Two guys from LA, you know, one of them's from England, Chris and John, and then and then, you know, and my friend Stein and my mom, my brother, my sister in law. Hmm. Now correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't somebody promised a ticket to this game? An attorney, maybe? Somebody the, great. The great Michael Popak. <laughs> Isn't he supposed to be on this list? He explains why. Mr. Popak did not make it to the game. And I had a ticket for Michael, but um, I, I guess his mom, uh, you know, got ill. Mm. So we mm. had to go. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, he was just, he he was was just recording. Traveling. Yeah, he yeah. was traveling to, to go visit her. Yeah, so I had to eat the ticket. I don't care, you know, it's 100 bucks. But... <laughs> he had to eat the ticket. He already purchased it. That's not eating a ticket. You could have given it to somebody else. Yeah. Could have given it to somebody else. Almost if had any anyone else. Yeah. But that's not eating a ticket. Did he expect to get paid back for it? Because that's what would be eating a ticket. Well, it's John, so he probably does. Right. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking, too. You lost me the lawsuit. Now give me the $100 for the Yankee ticket. Right. <laughs> so he was trying to decide whether he should tell this uh, story about a guy losing his son to schizophrenia as a funny story or this other story. So we get to the we get to the mom's car. I'm uh, To my mom's car. I'm going to drive them. This is taking place right after the Yankee game. Right, correct. They're leaving the Yankee game with that crew you just heard about. And I believe this is his older brother, Roy? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So remember, Stuttering John is 55 years old. This is his older brother, Roy, that we're talking Stuttering about. Stuttering Roy. So we get to the we get to the mom's car. I'm uh, to my mom's car. I'm going to drive them to El Parador, my favorite Mexican place in Manhattan, because I'm taking them on a little restaurant crawl in Manhattan. El Parador is where Craig Kalman, the co-chairman of Atlantic, took me. Have to bring uh, this up. Uh, when he was courting me to sign with Atlantic. Pause it, pause it real quick. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> God forbid we don't mention the fact that he was courted by Atlantic Records at one point in time. That's why it's his favorite restaurant. Right. Because in 1994, he went there with a record executive. So it must be great food, obviously. Right. And it, you know, cannot, that can't not be said right so we all pile into my mom's car there's one thing missing my brother we can't find my brother we are going crazy we're looking all over we're calling him i assumed he went to go puke somewhere because he was wobbling his way back you think i'm a degenerate drunk how the story ends (laughs) my brother Ends up 
opening the door of somebody else's car and is sitting in the back seat of an SUV. My mom's car is not an SUV. And 20 minutes later, we find him sitting there with the guy who owns the car who's like about to beat the hell up, beat the crap out of my brother. And I'm like, whoa. So I pull my brother away, and there it is. <laughs> what the hell? Welcome to my family. This is uh, a made-up story. Funny. Made up. <laughs> it's made I lo- up. I love how the story about a degenerate drunk ends with him chugging a fucking bot- <laughs> a screwdriver, whatever the fuck he's drinking. It's just so embarrassing. Why would you embarrass your whole family like that? He told that story on two different shows, too. Uh, he needed to make sure that everyone knew his brother Roy got blackout drunk at the Yankees game. And I right. want I want to point out, because I like going to baseball games and having a couple beers. Right. But it's not a place where you're, like, pounding shots. Like, you're not getting blackout drunk at a baseball game. You're drinking, like, a, a Coors Light or something. If Take it in the sights. If your famous brother takes you out, you're, I guess maybe you're going to be like, yeah, I'll have uh, three. You're right. Roy is three. famous now. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good point. Oh, I just thought th- these are the stories that Stuttering John thinks are hilarious. Break breaking into somebody else's car and <laughs> losing your son to schizophrenia. <laughs> all, all good stuff. John sounds jealous. Better than usual, I will say. It's entertaining, I'll say that. All right, let's talk about this. So the judge has dismissed his suit against Sirius XM with prejudice. With prejudice? Yes. <laughs> Meaning it makes it very difficult for them to appeal. Hmm. So this means that the judge is saying this is a ridiculous case. It's maybe the most frivolous thing I've ever heard. Because federal copyright law usurps whatever they're talking about with this California right to publicity thing Mm -hmm. that John's trying to make a case with. It's funny. This is what you want to see happen with Sue Happy Assholes. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. This is what happened to Maddox. Yeah. Which was great. It was dismissed with prejudice. Like, no, you're not doing this again. You're wasting everybody's time. Yeah. Which is great. And this is John explaining that. Anyway, uh, and also, sad news on my part. I lost the first round of my lawsuit with Sirius XM. So now we have to see and then see if we have to appeal to a higher court. But look, I'm sick of the Stern Show playing my craft and promoting me and not paying no. me. It's typical yeah. bullshit that happens. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's typical bullshit that happens? What do you mean? What does that mean? And I love that he goes, we lost the first round. Yeah, no, yeah. you lost. Yeah, you got knocked out in the first round. It's then, over, John. Yeah, yeah there he was actually, a 10 count. <laughs> he actually says, we're going to see about an appeal. Yeah. He kind of he, he words it in a weird way. I've got, a, I've got an, uh, a clip of how John's week went. Clip forty three is is uh, kind of like before the uh, the actual word came down from the judge. So we have a great show planned for you today. I got my attorney Michael S. Popak, host of the Midas Touch Brothers, uh, and also he is my attorney who's suing uh, Sirius XM. <laughs> Oh, my God, King! <laughs> so he's pretty pumped up right there. That was, on, that was on, what, Tuesday? 
Yeah, and that whole episode, uh, uh, there, there, there's a lot to, that I I, uh, I pulled. In fact, this was this wasn't related to the trial or anything like that. He had Hal Sparks on. There's just amazingly hilarious, awkward moments. Uh, real real quick, number thirty-seven. Hal Sparks is just finishing up his radio show that he does on an AM station in Chicago. Okay, <laughs> awesome. And so, and so um, he wa- John wanted Hal on. So John has been, like, uh, while he was talking to Michael Polpak, has been trying to get Hal, like, ready, you know? So he finally gets him on. John explains how much trouble he was going through to get him on, and then Hal fucking shuts him down. Check this out. Clip number 37. (laughs) Genius and comedian Hal Sparks, everybody. How are you? Hi. I'm doing good. How are you? Good. I I was, like, texting you like crazy, and I even went into your chat room and said, Hal, Hal. Yeah, I'm doing a show. That's hilarious. <laughs> you know what's funny about that is when I had the Revenge of the Sis guys on uh, a couple weeks ago, yep. they said he does the same thing to them when they're on the show on YouTube. He'll go into the chat room and be like, hey, everybody, come over and check out the Stuttering John show. We're going to start soon. Like This is something that he does. What a dildo. What a dildo. Oh. What the fuck is he doing? And Hale Sparks, I don't know. The guy has the patience. He's Mother Teresa yeah. at this point. Is Hale Sparks in Chicago? No, he's out of L.A. because oh. he's running for mayor. He just has this. Oh, really? Uh, he just has this AM show in Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and 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 you're. I'm glad you said that because that, uh, about his patience. Because I get the inf- feeling like uh, John has some information on him or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's really odd because Hal is is smart and he's going on and on about whatever it is he wants to talk about, and John's adding nothing to the conversation. In fact, in clip 42, uh, uh, Hal is talking about something and he's spending a lot of time doing it. And then John isn't paying attention at all and drops in something about fucking Venmo. Listen to clip 42. President Trump was amazing, but not President Trump was amazing and he's still president. You know what I mean? She isn't. I don't know that she goes there with any regularity. (laughs) Yeah. Ask me if I had if I had if I was on Venmo. So I posted my link up there. (laughs) No, good for you. You should. Oh, that's great. You weren't even listening to anything I said. How's Venmo doing? What a fucking asshole. Well, it's funny that you say that, because that kind of sets up uh, one of my clips here. Apparently, the numbers are down, and he scolds his audience for this. There's the link if you want to donate. You guys have been a little chinchy on me lately. My numbers, uh, my super chat numbers are a little down, even after I'm doing all this, even... During my vacation, doing these shows. So there's the link. Even though I'm phoning it in from Long Island. God, that makes me that makes me angry. I I, I that really bothers me. Could you Holy imagine, God. Eric? Think about this. You're asking people to fund your lifestyle, and you're saying, please support the show, super chats, Patreon, YouTube subscriptions, and the numbers start going down. And instead of thinking. Should I be putting more effort into this? Yeah. What can, I, I, what can do? I do to make this better, people. to get more people into this? Correct. He's talking to the same eight people and going, you fucking eight people who've been supporting me for the last year need to do more. You're not supporting yeah. me enough. What a fucking pompous and ridiculous thing to say to people. My show wouldn't suck as bad if you guys gave me more money. Right. Oh. He's blown away by Hal's super chat on my clip 38. He uh, pontificates about that exact thing. And by the way, it's Super Chat Saturday. I got to tell you, I went yes. to the entire room. I saw that somebody gave you a $100 Super Chat. I'm like, whoa. 
Yeah. I think the most I've ever gotten was like 50 bucks. I think he's in it for the wrong reasons. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's like, this is all about defeating Trumpism. We got to put an end to this. And if I don't get the super chats, I'm just going to stop doing it. Right. <laughs> he's going Chad Zumach. He's like, oh, you got 100 bucks for hell? Yes. Why can't you give me 100 bucks? Right. <laughs> the most I ever got was that he made up a number 50. <laughs> like, no, you have never gotten 50. You liar. <laughs> Lest we forget, he's an expert in the stock market, right? True. He, yeah. he got the AMC stock. He, he's he's good. This. He he's buys good. stock every day. It is funny how he goes back and forth from, I can buy Yankees tickets. I'm obviously very well off financially because I bought Yankees tickets. I can a buy Tesla. a Tesla. <laughs> and then he goes, how come no one's giving me five bucks and asking me a question while the Midas Touch Brothers are on? <laughs> it insults my intelligence. <laughs> I've never met anyone who does a bad stuttering John impression. Every time I hear you guys do that, it's fucking, it kills me every time. I don't even want to try because uh, you guys do so well with it. Uh, I'm really just doing McGruff, the crime dog. But, yeah. <laughs> but it works. All right. Well, oh, since we're talking about stuttering John, I have a fun story. So he, he popped on for like five minutes at one point just to do a little special bonus thing. And no one's even watching it. And he brings his mom in the room. Hey, mom, come over here. Say hi to everyone. Jesus. There's nobody there. She's like, hi, Nikki B. And he's like, well, she's not actually here right now, but no one's, <laughs> no one's here right now. It's really funny. Eva. So they're talking about John is trying to get a new iPhone for his mom. But it's very complicated. Trying. It's very difficult for him to get this because they went to... The AT&T, no, they, where did they go? They went to the Apple store first, but she didn't know her PIN number, so then they had to go to the Verizon store in order to get the account information. I tried to get Heather W. to Western Union me the money for an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> so this is picking up mid-story here. And we go to Verizon in the mall. They won't allow us to use the PIN. They tell us to go to the Verizon on Old Country Road. 880. I put that in my phone. She said it's right in the front. So we passed one Verizon. I think that's not the one. Turns out my iPhone screwed up and it was the one. Oh, his iPhone screwed up. I, I, I'm pretty sure his phone is smarter than he is. You know how I know that? <laughs> Most definitely. Because it's defined as a smartphone. He is not a smart John. So I'm pretty sure his phone is smarter than he is. Wow. So this is him. Now he's having a confrontation at this Verizon store <laughs> because they can't get his mom the new phone. Then the I, then the Verizon guys say to me they can't they can't set up the phone for my mother. I'm like, are you guys kidding me? I go, I got a big social media phone. Hey, you threatening me? The guy says, I go, no, you're not just I'm just exhausted. You guys are killing me here. Why would he repeat that? He told the guy, the customer service rep at a Verizon store, this guy makes twenty eight, maybe twenty nine thousand dollars a year. And he goes, do you know how big my social media following is? The guy's like, what are you fucking kidding me right now? What are you going to do, get me fired? Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna talking about? Do a Yelp review because the phone won't fucking download your mom's contacts? Oh, we should look that up. He probably did. <laughs> That's interesting. We should. We'll know by the spelling. Yeah. <laughs> That's really... That's such a bizarre reaction to something. Like, the guy's trying to help him out. His mom doesn't have the information they need, the PIN number or whatever, and he goes, you better figure this out because I got a big social media following. It's always <laughs> anybody that doesn't give him what he wants. He's like, don't you know who I am? Yes. That's, uh, his, he always says, don't you know who I am, so card. Much. What a cocksucker. You know who doesn't wow. do that? Jay Leno. <laughs> People are talented. Right. Well, don't go around going, do you know who the fuck I am? Yeah. 
Because people know who they are. Well, that's very true. <laughs> Nobody knows who John is. What a fucking weird thing to say. Dick. Oh, God. So when Popak was on his show, the same episode with Hal Sparks, John had long uh, uh, periods of time where Popak would be, uh, he's talking about Trump. And, 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 you know, I'm like, fuck, why is he talking about Trump, first of all? I mean, is it, it's kind of like no one's really doing that, but he does, of course. And Polpak is not an idiot. He knows what the fuck he's talking about right. from a very slanted point of view, okay? Um, what I noticed is he will do long stretches of time, and then John feels the need to sum it up. And he tries, but oh, no. it's just fucked. Okay, my clip 21, uh, this is this is a very involved thing we're going to do here, Kyle. But just go ahead and play clip 21, and you'll get an idea of how this goes. And the, the full corruption that was the Trump administration is going to be played out over the next couple of years. It's just amazing. I mean, come on, Michael. Aren't you like, like you know Trump's a sleazebag, you know, a sleazebag. But this is like, this is just, I mean... It, it's so illegal. I mean, I, I, I... <sighs> <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Okay. okay. Now, this is what I've done here. This is going to take a little bit of effort. I have broken that down in three or four word bursts. Okay. And I, and I, since I can speak like a normal human being, I am going to say some of those words. And then I want you, Carl, to play the corresponding clip. So the, you see how I had clip 21, 22 through 33 is this, <laughs> is this, is this bit. They're okay. all like less than a second long. Okay. I was wondering why you sent me so many clips. Okay. Now it's Absolutely. making sense. Okay. So here we go. Uh, I, I'm going to say exactly what John said, and then Carl is going to play the clip. Yeah, just go, in, go. just go in order. I'll be ready. Yep, yep. It's just amazing. It's just amazing. I mean, come on, Michael. I mean, come on, Michael. Aren't you like... Aren't you like... Like, you know Trump's a sleazebow. Like, you know Trump's a sleazebow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know a sleazebag. You know, a sleazebag. But, but, this is like, this is like, this is just, this is just, I, I, I mean, I mean, it's, it's so illegal. It, it's so illegal. Oh, oh, I mean, I'd, I mean, I'd, I, 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 how many T's are in the word just? When suddenly John says it, zero. Oh fuck! Wow. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's that's funny. Okay, Popak's talking about how jo Joe Biden is moving actually faster than whatever. A lot of people always say he's sleepy Joe, whatever. Um, and then so John transitions from the whole Popak point about Biden moving fast to John moving quickly with his upcoming travels to New York. And what's weird about this is he's talking about how fast he'll be moving, but him actually getting the sentence out is anything but fast. <laughs> she's not doing it now. This is the Biden show through and through 100%. And the speed at which he's moving is Joe Biden. Yeah. And, uh, and by the way, Michael, uh, I'll be moving pretty quickly uh, on uh uh, on, on next Friday, <laughs> the, the Segway kid, <laughs> king of the last Segway, one. right there. Last one. John follows up critical race theory point made by Polpak with a non sequitur 
and calling Ron DeSantis a bad name. <laughs> and then hope your hope your um, student in your life grows up to be a thinking, well-rounded human being. It's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, but it's just sad. I mean, Ron DeSantis is a prick. <laughs> <laughs> and I think what you picked up on here, and it's hard to clip these things because the guests will go on for three, four, five minutes straight with John just being distracted by the super chats or whatever's going on on his computer, or cockroaches running across his keyboard. So by the time the guy stops talking, John has this mini panic thing. You see it in his eyes. And he goes, yeah, I, I know. And, and also, yeah. uh, also, Ron DeSantis is a dick. <laughs> God. Yeah, he doesn't listen at all. Oh, no. He doesn't listen at all. I mean, holy shit. You know what's crazy? As, as I listen to John, I listen to all of that, and I also listen to Opie. John's a million times better than Opie. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Does that mean we have to get into it? What's going on with OB Radio? It's been a second since we've checked in on this guy. Yeah. And I noticed that he's still going with the show format, which is pop into Facebook Live <laughs> and chat with people in real time. And this doesn't so work well for him. Format. It's the worst format for him because he gets triggered by everything. Yes. Unless you say to him, unless you type in there like, Opie, looking great, love the show. Yeah. Anything other than that, he flies off the fucking handle on you, which is bizarre. Uh, this is him handing a, handling a heckler. Now, the big thing going on with Opie, and, and Anthony Kumi was talking about this, but for some reason, Opie took off his hat the other day, and he's got a skullet. Oh, boy. It's bizarre. Yeah. It's, it's really like, whoa, what the fuck is going on there? It seemed to happen overnight a little bit, at least as far as I'm concerned. I always thought he had a big full head of hair. Mm -hmm. And now it's long, but there's nothing on top. Oh. It's brutal. So this is him uh, handling this with such grace like he always does. Uh, I don't think you know the definition of funny. Ren Zeller. Bravo, buddy. You got up nice and early in the morning to throw the hate at the kid. Good for you, Ren. Let's all give Ren Zeller a round of applause. He had to get up extra early to get that hate out. Oh, God. Show your hairline. What's... Are you obsessing about my hairline now? Why, why is that the latest thing that I'm, uh, that I'm losing my hair or something? <laughs> Show your why, why do you give a fuck how much hair I have? I've always had way too much fucking hair, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, way too much no. hair. I need to lose a little bit of it. Show your hair. Is I that the latest skinny. thing that's going around? I think Opie's bald. Who gives a fuck if I was bald as a cue ball? What does it matter to you? Are you in my life? You look like shit. You That's look, why. What kind of response is that? <laughs> why would you put that in my chat? For the exact reason of how you're reacting to yeah. it. That's specifically why yeah. people are going to you and trolling you. Because you don't handle it well. He's right. asking for more trolls because he's reading it and freaking out. Your normal voice is boring. We want to hear the other voices? <laughs> yes, right. 
he's such a mystery to me because I don't recall him actually. I mean, his actual sound right now, his recorded sound, is so much. To me, it sounds different than when he was, he was actually on the radio. He would talk on the radio. He didn't talk. He just kind of like all these exclamation and gurgle noises and well, fucking weird shit. He's not good on his own. That's the thing. And listen, and he's pod- in the studio. Podcasting by yourself is difficult, for sure. But when you're podcasting with Jim Norton, Anthony Cumia, and whoever else might be there, it makes it a lot easier. Broadcasting yeah. with those people, you just get to talk whenever it's necessary. This guy's trying to fill the entire show with him talking, and the only go-to he has is the high-pitched, screechy voice. What do you mean? <laughs> that's you. You're absolutely right. That's that's what you were talking earlier about how sometimes people like compensate for no funny, poor writing with just weird old fucking voice. If this fucking idiot, this guy pisses me off the most out of all of them, would just fucking do what he knows how to do, and that is prep a fucking show. He'd be able to actually do something, but he doesn't, he does, I don't know why he doesn't do it. Wait, you just said he knows how to prep a show? Well, I mean, he knows he has to prep a show. He doesn't. But he, he obviously doesn't but, know that, and he doesn't know how well, to, because he had people, he had a staff of people doing that for him. Well, he's lazy. He knows yes. deep down that, that there's a reason that, that, I mean, that, that he should, but he's not going to fucking do that. He's lazy as shit. Obviously. Yeah. He's putting very little effort into it these days. He's going to do it his way. To the grave. <laughs> I'm a hater. That's what I do in my life. Because I failed at everything. I want to be doing what he's doing. God damn it. And I couldn't do it. I didn't have the balls to do it. So now I'm going to spend my time just hating on people that are brave enough to try. Yeah. Go away, loser. (laughs) He's he's like the Ronnie James Dio of the the (laughs) troll boys. He just keeps getting higher and higher. Like, whoa, another octave, another octave. I did say at one point that I thought it was funny. I'm past that now. Yeah, because it's too much. It's too much. I I actually said, and I swear in a stack of Bibles, my wife heard me. She goes, who's Carl? Because I was in the bathroom listening to that porn. And I said, fuck you, Carl. I'm not, I, didn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't fucking, I can't listen to it. Who's Carl? <laughs> He's my arch nemesis. That's who he is. Uh, I can't do it. I can't listen to this fucking maniac. So what's funny is Opie going off on haters right there. He's actually not wrong about what he's saying, but his way of going about it is just so bizarre and it just invites it to happen way more often than it would. Go away, loser. I have plenty of hair. Oh, my God, <laughs> these people. Like John's got plenty of money. Right. Yes, you took your hat off and there was no hair. You can't lie after that. It's over. The jig is up. What am I going to hit him with now? I think he might be thinning. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask him to show his hair. Like who cares? You're not in my life. Why would it matter to you? Oh God. You don't need to read it and then go on and on about it. Just ignore it and it's nothing. And if you read it, it's in your life. (laughs) And that's the thing. He he could ignore it, but you know what else he could do? He could fucking embrace that and go look at my fucking hair. I look like shit. And that's funny. People love that stuff. You're right. People love that. You're dead on. That's why he is a reoccurring character on the show. Yeah, right. Every single <laughs> reoccurring character has the same issue where they never understand how to deal with uh, people who maybe have a difference of opinion than them. Yeah. Or think maybe they're not as good as they could be at what they're doing. I was born with thin skin. <laughs> <laughs> My skin is thinning. Why do you care? What the fuck is your problem?
<laughs> I've got thin skin and uh, hair like a... the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> <laughs> what an this. asshole. Why do you care? <laughs> Why do people oh. care? Seriously, Why? man, get a haircut. You look like homeless He-Man. Why are you bothered? Do you want to make out? Remember making out? Oh my oh, goodness! What a weird transition. Uh, keep reaching yeah. for my coffee. Why? Why do I need to get a haircut for you? <laughs> he goes from that to, to remember making out. Yeah. He's on that for half a second, then back to hair. <laughs> Who am I talking to? Remember making out? <laughs> what? Does anyone remember laughter? Like he, yeah. like he immediately realized that what he just said was fucking moronic. <laughs> and just was like, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, yeah, why do you care about my hair again? I'm angry again. <laughs> what? Tough, tough, tough acting, tenacting. <laughs> <laughs> it's Patrick Michael at this point. <laughs> Shout out to that guy. <laughs> and then he has to double down. And explain that people are probably just jealous of how hot he is. I, I know, I'm not stupid. I know I'm a, a good-looking guy. And I'm still a good-looking guy at my age. Wow. Maybe that's what bothers these guys. Oh, no. <laughs> uh -oh. You really want to put Everybody. that out there, how good-looking of a guy you are? There's so many photos of you. You do a video cast. There's, like, just... Photoshop away, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> the good-looking Opie. Yeah. I want to see what it would take to make him good-looking. Yeah. Just any still of you saying a vowel is going to be make you look like shit. Dude, a time machine couldn't help. <laughs> and what's great here is that Opie admits that he's a has-been. And he calls the people who are calling him out a never-been. Okay. Because that's better mm -hmm. than being, or that's worse, right, than being a has-been. Sure. So this is his battle now. So, of course, I'm going to talk about ONA when it, when it makes sense, whether I'm going to defend myself or tell an old ONA story. The O from ONA wants to do that. Is that okay with you? You've never been? God, you've never been bothering me. That's insane. That's insane. <laughs> if someone would criticize me when I used to be famous. And it's never was, not never been. It's, it's a never been. Yeah, so, so Opie is, t is yelling at his audience who never decided to go into radio. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. What the I make better than <laughs> We learned it from listening to you. What are you, an engineer at a tech company, you loser? <laughs> you never been. You never been, you fucking neurosurgeon. <laughs> so at the beginning of this episode... There's a really dumb joke that Pat Duffy writes in. And Opie not only cracks up over it, but it's the name of the episode. All right. So they're talking about his hair. And Pat Duffy says, it looks like a divorced mom at a soccer practice hair. Okay. And Opie thinks this is the funniest thing ever. Oh, God. This hair is just nonsense. Uh, over the years. Uh... <laughs> divorced mom. At soccer, at soccer practice here. I'm a Karen. I want to speak to a goddamn manager. So I, I don't think this is a great joke only because divorced moms try to look good. Right. This would be a married mother who wouldn't give a shit at a soccer yeah. practice. But You're saying that's what his hair looks yes. like? Yes. And then 10 minutes later, he goes back to this again. A divorced uh, mom at soccer practice? See, I'll take that. That was funny. Views are low. Oh. 
Quick, talk about ONA. Oh, he doesn't like that. <laughs> so he's oh. trying to pretend he has a good sense of humor. He can roll with the punches. He's like, yeah, I mean, you could say that I'm a divorced mom at a soccer practice. That's fun, right? And then, like, the littlest thing sets him off, and he goes nuts over it. Hmm. So I'm not buying it. This guy, we've talked about him before, Benjamin Tucker. Benjamin Tucker has been financing Opie for some reason. I guess the guy is a helicopter pilot. So Opie says, I love flying in helicopters. Benjamin, you should uh, take me up on a helicopter sometime. And he has the worst idea in the history of ideas. Now that we're opening up, are you going to take me on a helicopter ride? We'll do a little podcasting from a helicopter. What would be a worse place to podcast from than a helicopter? A fireworks factory? Like, what's a worse place? A construction site. Yeah. You know, you know, a helicopter, the thing that in order to hear the guy next to you, you need headphones with a microphone. <laughs> we should podcast from that. It'd be amazing. <laughs> Probably the worst idea anybody's ever said. I'd love to transcribe that. Just be like, what? What? <laughs> what was that? Over. <laughs> oh, I wanted to, speaking of transcribing, we really missed out on Stuttering John's lawsuit, not going to court. Yeah. And having a stenographer write it all down and then having somebody be like, uh, could you repeat that? And the stenographer tried to read stuttering John's <laughs> kind of like the Eric Zane bit that we just, yeah, no, did. that's yeah. what reminded me of that. Yeah. That was, well, so, that was brilliant. Andy you might yeah, still sue you... me. Oh, really? we can hope fingers crossed. Uh, I I'm sorry. I haven't been paying attention to that. Did that just vanish? That was just all lip service, right? <laughs> what? Oh, the, I, the uh, lawsuit against uh, me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He tried to scare me. He's, he's done this multiple times, and it never works. John is such a fucking moron. So he goes on his show, and he says, I talked to my attorney. We definitely have a case. And the lawsuit, I know where he lives. I'll be serving him. The lawsuit, we coming down the pike. Yeah. He thought you know, that I was going to be like, all right, guys, we can't talk about John for a while. Right, like, right. This, the heat is no. on. I go on my next show, ridicule the fuck out of him. I've never laughed harder in my life. And I think John went, oh, shit, I ever played my hand on that one. Whoops. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and what does this say for his attorney? Because his full pocket, clearly he's just he's just getting getting money from John, and he knows full well. Because any attorney worth their salt would have known that that claim that John made wasn't going to see the light of day. There's no way any attorney would have uh, 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 taken that case unless they were being paid handsomely. I like Michael Polpak. I've heard him on the show. He sounds like an intelligent guy. But the case against SiriusXM just got dismissed with prejudice. It didn't even go to trial. Mm-hmm. The, the judge was like, this is nonsense. This is not a case. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe the guy is so happy. Well, That's I, what he does for a living. I don't did, know. Did you mention that he has a show? He's probably just grabbing the coattails and trying to dr- he does. drum up a little publicity. Yes, he does yeah. do a YouTube show, so it doesn't hurt him yeah. That's the only to get his name out there out and talk this. to Stuttering John, for sure. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Let's talk about... How hot a hope he is some more, shall we? <laughs> when are you going to get a nose job? Why do I need a nose job? Why do I? What's wrong with my nose now? Oh, you going to make me paranoid about my nose? People have said I have a cute nose over the years. What the hell's wrong with my nose? <laughs> oh, I don't know how he kept you know, up this entire episode. That's how he talked. You know, if, if uh, fucking Marge Simpson and Edith Bunker had a fucking baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe that's what his angle is. He wants to get some VO work or something. Is that what he's yeah, auditioning for? Because it's not auditioning to be a podcaster. <laughs> Archie! Archie! <laughs> Holy shit. 
One last clip that I have on Opie, and again, I've really been tuned into the ad reads for some reason this week. This is, uh, I just, I have questions about this. Hello, Fresh offers 50 menu items. Oh, they got salads and sandwiches and soups. They got something for everyone. Oh, and their stuff is high quality too. Fresh ingredients are sourced directly from growers and delivered from the farm to your front door in under a week. All right, Chris, you worked at a restaurant <laughs> yeah. for many years. I have as well. Is food that's been sitting around for a week considered fresh? No. <laughs> okay. Because I thought that was weird ad copies. Like, you get the freshest ingredients, they'll get to your house within a week. Uh, okay. He manages to sound pissed about it, too. Salad, soup, <laughs> what the fuck? Whatever you want. A week old salad. <laughs> <laughs> It is, uh, yeah, you know, the, the farm to table. This is farm to truck to warehouse to the other truck to doorstep. Yeah, to my neighbor's door. <laughs> yeah. It's all the rage these days. That's what people really want. Dumb. Holy shit. Eric Zane, I know you brought some other clips outside of just Stuttering John, Kill Tony, Opie, Tiger Belly, all these things we've been talking about. But when I was on your show yesterday... You mentioned you might have uh, some other things in store for us. Yeah, Carl. I only have two that matter. Two more clips that matter. Beautiful. This is, uh, I don't know if this has been done before. I called it a Carl cut. Uh Taking your name and super cut to make a Carl cut. This one, hey, insanity doesn't make sense. Number two. Makes no sense. It's insane. That's an insane thing to say. It doesn't make any sense. He trashes everyone. It's insane. This is so much projecting. It's insane. Explain to me how this makes any fucking sense. Even Roseanne Barr's like, you're not making any sense. <laughs> no, it didn't make any fucking sense. That's why it, it didn't. Yeah. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. It doesn't make sense. It's, it's insane. That's an insane thing to say. It's insane. It's insane. It's insane. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Because now that's all I'm going to think about when I'm talking. No, that's not, actually, that's not true. There's already 18 yeah. things that I think about every time that I'm talking. Yeah. And now there's yeah, two well, more. Well, guess what? Guess what? You're going to sing, Carl, Cause, uh, because we have cut one. Oh, boy. Oh, that it's insane. It's insane. It's insane. It's insane. It's insane. It's insane. Love it. Well done, my friend, <laughs> Eric. Always bringing it. I appreciate it. Fuck. Oh. I say that a lot, don't I? Yeah, well. keep, keep saying it. Keep yeah. saying it, Carl. Fuck them. I feel like I'm insane. <laughs> Doesn't make any boy. sense. <laughs> yes. Yes. Say that shit. All right. Well, look at it. We've done it all today. Well, no, we haven't done it all. Oh. Something that we didn't do last week. People were very upset because everybody's favorite part of the show. The this is the part of the show where we tease the podcast we're reviewing on next week's show. However, I'm doing something different this week because I've already recorded the segment of the show we're going to release next week. So I'm going to actually play audio of the podcast that you will be hearing Next week. What? Does that make sense? Everyone follow that? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Just like a yep. meta teaser. I know. This is a meta teaser. This is exciting. What? But, what? Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know. So- a nose job? <laughs> I have a cute nose. <laughs> 
But uh, you know, so I I have listened to your show. It's it's the now the one podcast I never miss. Appreciate and, it. And uh, so I've become uh, quite accustomed to uh, Patrick Michael, and he comes across as cocky and manipulative and selfish and patronizing and demanding. And his feelings are easily hurt. Oh yeah. And when he when he's wounded, he lashes out, and uh, he uses people whom he can easily control to enhance his own image. And I'm I'm talking about you, Trey Peacock. And uh, <laughs> but he also expresses feelings of self-loathing and poor self-worth. You know, he tells his listeners not to listen. <laughs> and if a podcast gets too popular, he figures that it's got to be bad, and he moves on to something else. And it's just kind of this endless cycle. It's bizarre. It's bizarre behavior, which it, is why we're also fascinated by it. <laughs> I know, it is fascinating. Um, this kind of behavior we see in people with poor self-image, but then they exhibit an unrealistic outward confidence or a fantastical image even to the outside world that makes up for their self-despising nature. And this, my friend, is the hallmark of the... Oh, what is it going to be? <laughs> we have the psychoanalysis from our buddy, Dr. Steve. We brought in all of the attributes to this, and we have clips that actually support the evidence, and it was a lot of fun. Oh, we got into it. Yeah, I saw the Discord alert that you were recording that, and yes. I didn't know if that was going to be a bonus or a regular app. That'll be on the regular episode. I will be in Las Vegas with my buddy Shuli. We'll have some other stuff that we'll, we'll be doing, but I am looking forward well, look to... Look at this, a little forethought. Everyone hearing Instead that. Instead of jumping ship last week and pissing everyone off. You went ahead and recorded it ahead of time. I learned my oh, lesson. So people won't be furious on Reddit. By the way, by the way, I want you to know that when you started that, um, it was like you had a, like a little pre-announcement, and you, you sounded really subdued. You went, hey, uh, rubber dicks and cuzaroos. <laughs> I, I, I thought you were about to say that someone just died. I was very worried. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have the, uh, the energy that I normally do, but... Uh... <laughs> Well, Eric Zane, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show, putting together some Cardinal Supercuts. That was fantastic. People should check out the Eric Zane Show, and they can support you on Patreon. Where can they find that? Oh, it's all at ericzaneshow.com. The free podcast is there, and, of course, any platform, any audio platform, you can download the show. Uh, but uh, it's all found at ericzaneshow.com, and uh, thank you very much for having me, Carl. I, oh, I, I love course. doing it. Yes, we always love having you on here. And... The Great Andy. Hey! The Great Andy! <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show this week. Anything you want to promote, my friend? So many plugs. <laughs> All right, let's get to it, then. Well, let's not forget the live show coming up. WATPlive.com. Get August, your tickets. August 28th. Yep. I'm going to try a different tactic. They, I, the QVC tactic. There, okay. There's no more tickets. There's four tickets left. <laughs> you better, if you don't get the last four, you're not going. So get them. Yep. Okay. I oh, the wanna... four gone up. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Shitty song of the week. Eric, I loved your episode on Shitty Song of the Week. It was Alice oh, Cooper. I, I thought yes. you did a great job. So uh, if you want to hear more of Eric, go listen to that. That was awesome. And then, Carl, I'm going to serve you with these papers. I want money for all of the, my contributions to this podcast. Oh, shit. <laughs> I knew this would happen. I got to stop playing all these clips of stuttering jobs, give people ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of Brandon from Shitty Song of the Week, him and I will be recording a bonus episode Monday night that will be out probably Tuesday, maybe Wednesday, for our Patreon and Supercast subscribers. 
Please join us again next week. It might be the episode where we find out once and for all who are these podcasts. Sleep well, every single pony. Parting in the mush pits of morning radio. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. All right, that's enough of that. I got to cut down on that fucking outro thing. It just goes on and on forever. (laughs) Do we have time for this? Subreddit News. Tippy Toe Beans writes, lawsuit question, asking for a friend. So, I'm wondering, hypothetically, if someone were to start a frivolous lawsuit and lose, could the other side pursue them for their costs? And if so, how much might that be? The Phantom Dennis responds, Get out of this sunk, John. No free legal advice for you. Tippy Toe Beans, goddammit. On a completely unrelated note, does anyone know if Tesla gives refund? Old Gravy Greg quotes, Crotty dismissed the lawsuit with prejudice, meaning it cannot be brought again. See, I told you, they're prejudiced against Puerto Ricans just like the dotard. Hudson Margera reports, not only did he lose the lawsuit, he screwed himself over. The only reason Stut Joe had any recognition was SXM playing his old bits. That's not happening anymore. Dummy just can't get out of his own way. Like I said, loser. Master Jiki says, the great Michael Popak has been downgraded to the mediocre Michael Popak. Educational Floor 4931. Maybe this is why they didn't go to the baseball game together last weekend. Fafa Floheim riffs. He took the case pro bonehead. Smailskid shares. I'd almost feel sorry for him, but he's been such a brat with the WATP roastings. You're not much of a funny man when you can't take a joke. When the glitter of fame fades and life turns into a labor of sifting through the ashes for bits of coal, was the fame ever worth it? Adam Goldstein TV asks, is that ashes through bits of coal thing in a book or did you come up with that? I like it. Visible Suggestion 63, he has stepped on a lot of people. The best is yet to come. Never been on Maury notes. He's never going to be able to afford the exterminator now. Regarding Patrick Michael's unique vocal talents, not who you think maybe writes, thanks, I just spent an hour listening to his collabs. What am I doing with life? Kroger fan one, this is gold. And Don Blade Counter plays us out with punching 14-year-olds by day, singing karaoke at night. Truly a legend. Mama had a chicken. Mama had a cow. Dad was proud. He didn't care how. Casey is back. Casey, how's your internet doing today? I don't know. How do I sound? I heard you, so that's a plus. Vic, Great. Vic, what's happening with you? Hello. Casey Hello. always sounds like <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Pot calling the kettle this week. Yeah, right? <laughs> some people sound good. Some people look good. You know? It's, you just got yeah. to pick. <laughs> Let's let's read some reviews. Who would like to go first? Do you have any, Vic? Yeah, I have like three. <laughs> yeah, there's not very many new ones. Okay. Uh, I guess because you skipped last week. I didn't skip last week. <laughs> I, there was.
was brand new content with Kevin. It was great. Yeah. It was a great yeah, episode. Yeah, brand I'm, new. I'm surprised there's not 51 stars because of that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking people, man. Should have got in there. Well, I, I can go first if you want. Oh, let's hear it. All right. Misogynist by Zidanis. Clubfoot alt-right Carl consistently puts down women and denies COVID is very serious. It's quite disgusting. Gakila. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fun. The five star, right? Of course. Too many inside jokes to not be a five star. Yeah, that's good. That's a good one. All right, this one is, I love this show. Just found it and it's been keeping me entertained for days. They do. Great service of weeding out the pad- bad podcasts. His guests are great. Keep it up, guys. It's yeah. a five star. Boring. That'd be great if it was a one star, like a reverse. Yeah. <laughs> that, that has happened before. I always hate that. No, that was actually a four star. Four stars. Oh. All right, I'll take it. I will take Fucking it. Fucking liar, Vic. I'm looking at that comment right now. It's a five star. Oh. I, 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 we need a fact checker. Wow. <laughs> I wrote it down as a fucking four, Casey, just like you. (laughs) Damn, are they not getting along anymore? I think Casey's jealous that Vic got engaged. Is that what's going on? Casey's married. Jealous? (laughs) (laughs) No, she just misses the uh, honeymoon phase. Missing the honeymoon phase? Is that what you said? Yeah, broke out pretty bad. Oh my god, yeah, you just missed the honeymoon Couldn't quite hear you. Does he not touch you anymore? Mm, sure. <laughs> trouble, <laughs> trouble on the farm. <laughs> <laughs> I get touched plenty, don't worry. Um, do you want my next review? Well, we, or we could talk about how you get touched. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's up to you, I guess. So let's interrupt. One or the other. Yeah, I'm I'm sure the listeners want to hear about how my husband touches me. Well, I was talking about the scissoring with your lesbian girlfriends, but that's fine. Read a review. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> a bad there. podcast about bad podcasts by Sean Gates Buckets. Not even worth a listen for curiosity's sake. All right, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> Not going to even listen, but I will write a review. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, whatever. Yeah. What, we got one more? No, that's, I don't have any more, but no you more. got a lot of shit for skipping on one last week. All right, Casey, give, give us one more, and then we can talk about me skipping, quote-unquote, last yeah. week. Hooky. All right. Last one, Worthless by Brenda. If you enjoy listening to obnoxious morons spew their worthless opinions, then this is the perfect podcast for you. Correct. Otherwise, don't waste your time on these jerks. Correct. That actually sums up the show nicely. That might be our new tagline. Yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. It's a sync. How like many it. stars do you think that was? I hope it's five. You're right. It's five. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Keep giving us five stars and shitting all over us. And what's the other thing that we should tell people to do? Subscribe to the show unsubscribe and subscribe again because yeah. subscription numbers helps our rankings yeah. okay not that it matters so we're gonna game people aren't fine now. people aren't finding us nope. oh i wonder what's going on in <laughs> itunes what the, the popular show is let me go peruse the top 200 what's this garbage can with headphones <laughs> yeah, <I know>. Uh, hi, Carl, you were the one that told that said that uh, you're you're not big in the numbers. Like like Drew's really big in the numbers. And you're like, ah, yeah, it doesn't bother me. Well, no, what I told Drew was the numbers are all bullshit. Yeah, be- I know. Because Apple, with their algorithms and stuff, 
they're not going to put Chapel Trap House on the top of the list, even though those guys do $150,000 a month on Patreon. There's a lot of people listening yeah. to that show. And gotcha. you never see them in any of these oh, rating, rankings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all fucking bullshit. They want to promote the celebrities and the big celebrity pie. Oh, smartless. Office ladies. So office ladies is smartless is always the fucking Fuck biggest pie. Okay, sure. Yeah. Why not? I'll play along. I can't tell Drew not to look at the numbers, though. Drew loves all he talks about. <laughs> he loves them. All right. Let's uh, listen to some voicemails real quick, <laughs> shall we? Not a lot of voicemails this week, which I appreciate. But as a result, we are playing Boomer Guy. <laughs> hey, Carl. It's Boomer Guy. Hey, a friend of mine, I think, has found uh, Patty Seacup's Patrick Michael, that faggot or whatever uh, his name is, like his uh, Instagram. <laughs> I think, and uh, it's actually him. It's a uh, Doctor Broken Skull, all one word, and it's like he's like doing metal covers. But yep. you can find out it's him if you scroll down a little bit more. And there's like a podcast thing, and yeah, I had no idea that he was like this fat ginger with glasses. He looks like Vito from like the Dick Show and shit. So. You know, hell, I'll even introduce this theory. Is Vito and Patrick Michael the same person? Who knows? They're both fat, retarded, and, you know, fat. Anyway, <laughs> go fuck yourself and call me back. <laughs> Bye. Not a bad voicemail, Boomer guy. He's back, everybody. Oh, my God. I like, I like Vito, and I like that they're, uh, he's part of uh, the biggest problem in the universe. That's great. Which is... Uh, That's back. It's back, baby. Better than ever. I gotta wonder how Maddox feels about that. Oh, like shit. Because Dick was concerned about the copyright, and I guess it just expires. So yeah. I don't think Maddox ever renewed the copyright, and now he doesn't have the show anymore. Sounds right. Which is hilarious. That's awesome. All right, this is a voicemail from our marketing department. Hey there, Carl. This is the marketing department of uh, WATP, and we are just calling to say that you fucked up, my friend. Why are you putting out a Patreon episode for free and then just adding everyone's favorite part of the show, the voicemail. <laughs> and then no Patreon episode. Seems like things are a little backwards. Uh, anyway, if you go fuck yourself, that might make up for it. Uh, also, uh, if you get Ryan Long as a co-host, I think we can call it good. But otherwise, uh, you're on the shit list, but might get fired from this fucking job, too. Uh <laughs> Call me back. Bye. Is the marketing department threatening to fire me? It sounds too lazy to <laughs> fire like anyone. <laughs> Brutal. Hmm. Eric, does the marketing department leave voicemails for you on your show? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hear from all the time. Uh, oh, marketing, okay. human resources, happens all the time. <laughs> okay, good. Thought I was alone on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. This person has a strong opinion about My Room Records. Hey, Carl. Uh, just call to remind you that my record is a fucking queer. Uh, that's all I had. Thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Take it easy. No, thank you for your time, sir. Thank you for <laughs> your time. John McAfee, you know, he recently passed away. And, yeah, rest uh, in peace. Yep, I yep. know. God damn. God damn is right. Well, he called into the show. This is a collect call from John McAfee. Do you accept charges? Hi, Carl. <laughs> Fan of the show. Long time, first time. Uh, just wanted to call it. You know, hey, uh, I actually have some information that will lead to the arrest of Hillary Clinton. Give me a call back. Call back. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's why. All right. That explains. It makes sense now. 
Uh, this is a fun one. Patrick Michael called into the show. Hey, Carl. It's Patrick Michael. I was just calling to say that I heard about you and your boyfriend, Ricky, making fun of me on both your podcasts this past week. My rendition of A Whole New World, if I would have tried out for American Idol for that, they would have just had to stop the competition right there, right there in the auditions, because, I mean, obviously I would have been the winner. So you boys better get ready, because I'm coming to that gay little little live show you guys are hosting, so both of you better pucker up, because I'm going to come all over those lips. <laughs> now, if you excuse me, I have to go and record my 20th episode of Chewed Gum for this week. That IMDb for the Rocketeer isn't going to read itself. <laughs> so that was definitely Patrick Michael. Yeah. Because that is what he would say on a voicemail to us. It all of tracks. It all tracks. All right, Vic, listen close. This is the last voicemail. This is a guy who's pretty upset that you're engaged. Oh, very good. You're off the market, mm. and uh, not everyone is taking this news well. <laughs> Carl, it's a long crack guy. I wasn't going to call, but I don't know. It's just been on my mind. Fuck you for uh, not telling the world about my Patrick Michael conspiracy. I'm starting to really fucking figure it out. And other, I'm just in a mood, man. I can't believe Vic got hitched. It really fucking ruined me. Thought there was something going on there for a little bit, but I mean, <laughs> Vic, if your fiance or husband is, um, you know, not fertile, I am, and um, yeah, all right, go fuck yourself, Carl. Call me back sometime. I'm bored. I don't have a lot of friends. You can call me at any hour of the day. I just want to talk to somebody. <laughs> I sit here in this truck and I drive hundreds of miles a day and just want something. And. So I had, <laughs> I had a thought about this one. Vic, I want to call this person back. Yeah, do it. You want to talk to this guy? He, He's going to kill himself if not. Yeah. I think he just yeah. drove off a bridge. A that was him free falling. Fertile imagination. Let me, make sure, <laughs> let me make sure you're going to be able to hear him. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, looks like I'm connected. Let's see. Let's give this a try. I'm going to call him, and then I'll let you talk to him, Vic. <laughs> Come on, dude. He must be driving. Hello, this is... I am unable oh, to answer your call right leave now. Leave a message, Please Vic. leave a message, and I'll get <laughs> yeah. back to you when I can. Leave a message for me. Like, call At the right tone, back. please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hey, what's up, buddy? Just uh, uh, keep on trucking. Don't worry. I'll probably get a divorce in like a year. I'll get nice and fat. I'll live in your car, in your truck. Your truck? Uh, just... <laughs> uh, just keep keep on trucking. I love you. Ah, there's hope, buddy. There's hope. Keep it going. Is your last name Penis? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, I, <laughs> I didn't get that in. All right. Oh, well, thank you all for uh, joining us today. Eric, thank you again, my friend. Oh, my God. Don't even say that. It's an absolute pleasure. You rock. I appreciate it. Casey, thanks for coming on. Yeah, anytime. Anytime. That's not what you yeah. tell me when you're out canoeing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, not next week, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. All right. I see. Oh, um, Carl, so I'm keeping an eye out for tickets to Illinois, uh, Chicago, to see if they get really cheap at some point. But so far, they're a little overpriced for me to just get out there for a weekend. Um, are you talking about plane tickets? Yeah, yeah. Okay. For... August. I thought you were talking about show. tickets to my show. I'm like, I'm not going to put that in the show, talking about how tickets to the show are overpriced. No, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Wait for the price to go down. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Casey. We'll come to you. So, Casey, yeah, if, you, come to Jacksonville. if you are able to fly to Illinois, which would be great, I'd love to see you there, will you blur your face in person? Yeah, definitely. Okay. <laughs> Very good. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Vic, we're looking forward to meeting you and your fiancé at the show. Yes, we, in fact, will be there. Did you guys know that Eric Zane is going to be there, too? Oh, oh I'm wow. not coming anymore. Oh, stop Whoa. it! <laughs> Eric Zane is great. I can't wait to I... fist fight Mr. Vic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bud, you got a problem. <laughs> and he's just being a dick. Oh, I'm sorry. It. I think the uh, trucker is just going to drive his truck through it, so we're good. I love it. All mm. right. I don't want to edit forever tomorrow. I don't want to watch the Netherlands at noon. So I'm out. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out. And uh, we'll leave you with this. I got to go. Goodbye. Goodbye.